Till six in the morning So what you wanna do? I got a pocket full of rubbers And my homeboys do too So turn off the lights and close the doors But for what? We don't love them yeah. So we gon' smoke a slant to this G's up, walk down Why you look up for the bounce to this? That be captivating me Who listens to the words that I speak As I take me a drink to the middle of the street And get to Mac into this bitch named Shady She used to be the homeboy's lady 80 degrees When I tell that bitch please Raise up off these NUTs Cause you get none of these at ease As I mob with the dog pound Feel the breeze Be out of just
you know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. So dumb, she thinks Taco Bell is a Mexican phone company. He's so dumb, it took him three days to study for a urine test. He's so dumb, he sits on the TV and watches a couch. She's so fat, she has to iron her clothes in the driveway. This is for all you haters. See my pinky, see my phone, see my fish, you better run. Yeah, you better run. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to the 420 edition of the Arnie State Show. Who wrote that up there? Scott just wrote, that last song was for Ted Lasso, wasn't it? No, it, it, look, look, look. Yesterday's Ted Lasso was phenomenal. It's one of the greatest Ted Lasso's episodes of all time. And yes, they did play Bob Marley's Everything's Gonna Be Alright. But you gotta think about how smart that show is. That show did a whole episode while they were in Amsterdam and played Bob Marley the day before 420. Pretty ingenious on their part. So, of course, today being 420, the the opening music, of course, had to be Snoop Dogg. And there might be another couple, like, maybe in there for you later on today. But it is 420, so light them if you got them, smoke them if you got them. Take your coconut oil if you have it, because I took my coconut oil. I know I did that. Uh, Boy, oh boy, do we have a show today. Let me just tell you. We have so many phenomenal video sounds to, to play you today. that it, it, it Amazing. We also have Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy today. And I have uh, Joe Murphy and I today, we're, we're going to talk about the, the trans issue in sports because I want to know where, where, where young Joe stands. So uh, we'll, we'll get to all that. I promise you we'll get to everything today uh, as soon as we can. Let's say some good m- mornings so I can start playing some of these sound effects. Well, I freaking God! First one here is what in the hell is happening, ass from Straight Fire. Straight Fire, we're just ready to do a show, my friend. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, looky there. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, the only bratty kid is in the house. Oh, Stewardess, I speak jive. She oh, actually good. does. She She does. I've seen her do that. Uh, I hope that you have a spectacular day today. Scott says, good morning, Arnie and Ass family. Oh, look at there. My man Mage is all up in the house. Hey, konnichiwa, bud. What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato. Around here, we speak American. Okay, bud? See, Mage, I kind of want to change your opening to this one. From Time Life Music comes a one-of-a-kind Rat Pack collection, their most bigoted songs. All your favorite once-acceptable hits like Dean Martin singing Chinaman's Chants. And Mr. Chinaman say in his Chinaman way, a ding a ling a ching a chong a ching a chong choo. I know you're Japanese, but I, I, I'm, I'm just thinking. He says, good morning, uh, ass and AIG. Great music today. Thank you, sir. Good Darren says, good morning, ass family. Gotta love Thursdays, Arnie State Show, Joe Murphy Day, if he answers his phone. (laughs) That's what he put. I didn't put that there. And Jersey. Hell yeah, we got Jersey Shore tonight. Almost as good as Friday. Not quite, though. It is Friday Eve. I'll give you that. Triple T says, I have a sudden urge to book a sandals vacation. (laughs) Oh, Triple T, that's funny. Uh, Looky there, it is Cowboy's girl in the house. She says, good morning, ass family. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. There it is. I found it. Well, she found it. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Damn right, Pastor Locke. We aren't going to do that at all. 
Man, I like him. Now, oh, we got another preacher too today. I got, I got to play this preacher here pretty soon because it, it, it's funny. It is funny. Uh, let's see. Oh, look at that. Oh, my lucky stars. Look at that. Woo! The Warbird is in the house. He says, good morning, shake and bake. When last year I spent more money on spilt liquor Woo! in bars from one side of this world to the other Woo! than you made. Woo! You're talking to the Rolex wearing, <laughs> diamond ring wearing, <laughs> kiss stealing, <laughs> wheeling dealing, limousine riding, <laughs> jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time keeping these alligators down. Warbird <laughs> in the house. Warbird is going to Talladega this weekend. Very exciting. Man, you're going to have a good time at that. Talladega Motor Speedway. Oh, International Speedway. Sanchez family says, yo, funny story about speedways. Uh, my buddy Dan, Dan, who we've had on this show before, and I, I think I've told you this. He posted the video a couple weeks ago. It's from about 10 years ago. Dan was uh, doing some kind of training seminar in Kentucky, and he and his friend had rented uh, a minivan because Dan's crazy that way. And they were at a bar, and somebody said, yeah, the Kentucky Motor Speedway is just a mile away. So they decided they wanted to go look at it. Well, and as they're driving around the Kentucky Motor Speedway, they find a way in. And this is all true. The, I've seen the video. They sneak into the Motor Speedway, and there's nobody there, including security. <laughs> they drive through the tunnels at the Kentucky Motor Speedway, through Pit Row, and they take a minivan on the Kentucky International Speedway. <laughs> yes, the banks and all, they're driving a minivan there is fucking great. Cowboys Girl says, happy 420. Uh, she says, I didn't watch it yet. Spoke him if you got him. Write me out. Says, good morning, ass people. Derek in the house. Derek, how are you, my friend? Becca. He says, good morning, ass family. It's Friday Eve. Let's do this. Becca. Uh, Sanchez family, where is Ratburger? I wish I knew. I really wish I knew. You don't know how much I wish I knew. And I wish him nothing but the best. But man, oh, man. Trash Bandits is back from Disneyland hell. Oh, I'm glad you survived. Can that be my opener? Yeah, yeah. You know, I was going to make that one your opener, Cowboys girl. See, since you found that one, and it is a good one. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Chazman <laughs> says, morning, ass family. Another 12-hour day. Fuck, I'm tired. Thanks, Dr. States, for keeping me awake from my drive. That's why I'm here, Chazman. Um, all right, we got to start the show, and, and I got to tell you, Joe Biden did it again yesterday, people. Joe Biden, our president, is the dumbest motherfucker on the face of the earth. You ready? Here you go. Anytime you want to play here. We have a thousand billionaires in America. You know the average tax rate they pay? Eight, E-I-G-H percent. Whoa, 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 Joe, Joe. We have a thousand billionaires in America. Know the average tax rate they pay? Eight, E-I-G-H percent. Um, one more time? We have a thousand billionaires in America. Know the average tax rate they pay? Eight, E-I-G-H percent. Eight percent. Oh, you're out, just texted me. Uh, we, we, uh, we're going to talk about that. Um, uh, I'm sorry you're not feeling good, you're out, but we will talk about this latest news about the Oakland A's. We'll, we'll talk about that with Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. Uh, big news there. Yes, Joe Biden doesn't know how to spell the, the, the number eight. E-I-G-H. A. <laughs> what a dumb fuck. 
And once again, we got to ask, how could I be the president of the United States of America? And before straight fire, you type it. What a stupid son of a bitch. He really is. <laughs> Ogre says, Buenos dias, familia. You know, they asked Joe Biden about old McDonald, and our illustrious president said, E.I. E.I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. Oh, come on, Joe. Come on. Now, that wasn't even, that, 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 that just, of the videos that I have for the show, that just scratches the surface. Now, I am no fan, really, of Marjorie Taylor Greene. But this gal is a fucking savage. This is her yesterday in Congress. This is a defund the FBI campaign effort. Again. That was quite entertaining from someone that had a sexual relationship with a Chinese spy. And everyone knows it. Thanks I move to take our words down. Chair uh, recognizes the gentlelady from Georgia and asks if she would like to retract those words. No, I will not. God bless her. <laughs> so they're pointing out she started to defund the FBI. And she and, and it was the same guy Swalwell that that had the affair with the Chinese spy, and she just laid into him, and then wouldn't rescind it. Oh, one more time. Okay, all right. This is a defund the FBI campaign effort. Again. That was quite entertaining from someone that had a sexual relationship with a Chinese spy. Boom! And everyone knows it. Thanks I move to take our words down. Chair uh, recognizes the gentlelady from Georgia and asks if she would like to retract those words. No, I will not. They asked Swalwell afterwards and he said, I like rabbits because you can pull their ears back and make them look like Asian people. Oh, fuck, our Congress has just turned into fucking, just fucking roasting the shit out of each other. I think it's fantastic. Oh, and the rest of the world is just fucking licking their chops. Boy, oh, boy. Coconut oil's kicking in. Yeah, yes, it's starting to. Oh, she was right. AJ was right. She shouldn't retract the truth. I don't think she should retract it. No, of course not. Ah. <sighs> Do we, do we continue with the video? I, I well, let's see. I, I've got, I got to talk about Hunter Biden before I can move on. There is a terrible story out there right now. Lawmakers on Capitol Hill are calling for the Biden administration uh, to be held accountable for blocking Congress. From learning more about family members uh, and their business deals with China. A whistleblower within the IRS alleges an investigation into Hunter Biden is being mishandled by the Biden administration due to a, quote, clear conflict of interest. Why is the Biden family any part of the investigation? As much as I loathe Bobart and AOC, I would pay money to see them wrestling cream corn. No guarantee I'm not wearing a trench coat. <laughs> you can have MG uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene as the referee. Mm. Mage says the rabbit thing is the best. Good, good. I'm glad you like that one, too. 
Um, quote, it's deeply concerning that the Biden administration may be obstructing justice by blocking efforts in the for, for tax violations. Well, all I have to say is... Surprise, surprise, surprise. I, I, I mean, are you shocked? Look, we all want to see the book thrown at Hunter Biden. I want to. Be, I, I want Nolan Ryan. I want to get in a time machine and go back to like 1986. Nolan Ryan. I know he probably was playing for the Astros then. I fucking hate the Astros, but I don't care. That's when he was throwing his hardest. I want to give him a book, and I want him to throw a book at Hunter Biden. Because I'm here to tell you something. And you're not going to like it. And, and, and you know what? I hope I'm wrong about this. I really, 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 really hope I'm wrong about this. I will make the prediction now, and I will, it, because I don't think anything will happen before the end of the year. So somebody will have to remind me of this when I make my 2024 uh, predictions. Nothing will happen to Hunter Biden. Nothing's going to happen to him. We all, we all have our knives and forks out, and we're ready to fucking eat the flesh of Hunter Biden. We're ready to draw blood. Ain't nothing going to happen to him. And, and deep down, we all kind of know it. I'm still going to continue to do these stories to show you just how corrupt and how awful everything is in, in Washington. Has Hunter Biden even been interviewed by anybody within federal police? I mean, we impeached a sitting president, or a non-sitting president, I'm sorry, but we impeached a president over allegations about Russian espionage and Russian bullshit for three years, where his son was interviewed multiple times for hours at end. And that was all a hoax. This is real. They actually have banking records. But nothing's happening. He hasn't been, Joe Biden hasn't been impeached. Yet his son was making business deals with Chinese businesses when he was the vice president, which is quite illegal. And Joe Biden profited from that. Yet, not impeached. Stinkfist says, good morning, all. It's a somber day for us A's fans. I'm sure you'll talk about it with Joe. Yeah, yeah, I got to talk about it. Uh, the city of Oakland, I, I, I don't know what you did. I, I don't know what you did, and I don't think you did anything. But we will talk about it with Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. Uh, upside, Hunter Biden will most likely die from a drug overdose. We can only hope. Um, but that's not all about Hunter Biden. No, 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 no. In a recently uh, outed text message with his uh, sister, I believe, his cousin, I'm sorry, Carolyn, in 2019, 2019, Hunter Biden was asked by his cousin if he preferred foreign or domestic women. Uh, He says, uh, no yellow, meaning he doesn't like Asian women. She was trying to set him up with her rich model friends. Uh, Do you want foreign or domestic? I can't give you fucking Asian. Sorry, I'm not doing it. 
Um, let's see. Um, President Sun revived. Domestic foreigner is fine. No yellow. He also, you. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, domestic or foreign is fine. I'd give you Isabella, but she has kid. Next NBA. No yellow. He also used uh, the, oh, wait, revealed last week that Hunter also uses the N-word multiple times in a conversation with his white lawyer. Well, that's lovely. That is just lovely. Boy, that apple didn't fall anywhere far from the tree, did it? His daddy was a racist. He's a racist. Wouldn't you like to be a racist, too? Don't forget 10% for the big guy. Oh, yeah. What happened to Oakland? Finally cleaned the Coliseum. No, the A's have bought a large strip of land in Las Vegas. Joe still calls them Japs. Like I said, we'll talk about the A's more with Joe. We got Joe today, so we can use him for his expertise. Um, let's see. Um, the president's son joked in a text to corporate attorney George Maris about a big penis and said to the lawyer, I only love you because you're black uh, and true dat N-word. How much money do I owe you? Because N-word, you better not be charging me Hennessy rates. Charging him. Oh, we have a phone call of, uh, of Hunter Biden. Oh, I oh, we have to play this. En esta temporada en de viaje con los cervezas. Oh, ¿cómo se llama? Aquí. Muy bien. Here from DC. No, no, that's Marion Barry. Marion Barry. Marion Barry. You know what? I, I actually smoked crack with Marion Barry. I swear to God. Jesus. That was in Georgetown, and he used to go to a place right next to the guards, <clears throat> and I was a sophomore, I guess. There was a. Um, junior when that happened but he used to come there and drink like late late and i would be in there and he'd go to the bathroom but anyway here from dc no no that's marion barry marion barry Barry. you know what i I actually smoked crack with marion barry wow that's lovely that's something to brag about you know i once shared a cab with somebody oh really i I once smoked crack with marion barry He did use the A ending. Yeah, very good, Kale. Yeah, he didn't use the hard R. He used the A ending. This is your first family. You should be proud. All you Democrats that said Donald Trump was a racist, you should be very, very proud right now of your racist president and his racist family. By the way, we we have proof of it. How many sound bites do I need to find of Joe Biden making derogatory statements about people of color? How many of those are out there with Donald Trump? Real, real, real quick, I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait until you can find those, the, all those, those uh, sound effects of him saying the N-word. Hmm? Boy, that's weird. That's so weird. I wanted to run into Hunter and ask if he could sign my crack. 
Marion Barry is one of the most famous crack smokers in American history. I think I'd brag about smoking with him. Uh, I did a quick Google check, and the answer is still zero. Just grab him by the pussy. What a racist. <laughs> See, you know what? You know what's so funny? Is that all these people that go around and throw out the word racist when it comes to being on the right or opposing this or that, those people who cry out racist louder than anybody are just like the people who accuse non-cheaters of cheating. The people that accuse non-cheaters of cheating are the cheaters. And the people that throw around the word racist like it's going out of style are the true racists out there. And it, 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 to me, it's so delicious to watch all this unfold. I love the fact that when these surveys come out, one of my favorite things um, every year is when these surveys come out of the most racist cities in America, and they base them on all this stuff. And I will tell you this, what, what makes me happy, what makes my heart smile, and my heart doesn't smile very often, is when all of those ten cities are above the Mason-Dixon line. Oh, I get such joy knowing that Sandusky, Ohio, places in Wisconsin, Boston, are still the most racist cities in America, and they ain't Southern. Well, la-dee-da, how did we figure that one out? How can we get as racist as them? Well, I don't know. Well, let me go and, and, and ask the rest of my jug band to see what they think. Now, am I saying that the South is not racist? Not at all. Mixler looks different this morning. Well, that's weird. That's weird. You're erased. Uh, I hope you're doing good. Damn autocorrect. I meant white meat. Wait, 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 wait. What did you say? Uh, I don't like yellow. My wife is white. The reason I, I don't like Asian women is because they all look the same to me like white men. You know, Mage, I was, I was sitting in the house yesterday. This is so funny. Mage, it's like your Facebook now because when I start thinking about something, I was going to ask you this, Mage. Because look, look, look here. I, like I said, I can't tell Koreans from, from Japanese or, or Chinese. Or I, I can tell Vietnamese because they're a lot more tan. And Filipinos, too. But, like, I, I was going to ask Mage if white guys all look the same to him like Asian guys do to us. Oh. Yeah, Mixer was all messed up on my iPhone. I had to use Android phone. Okay. All right, well, we'll see what happens. Everything's working on my end fine. I ain't going nowhere. All right, more video time now, more audio. Oh, boy, and this shit's good. Oh, boy, is this stuff good. Um, first one I'm going to play has nothing to do with anything. It just shows the stupidity of our country. Uh, Arnie, I have a question for Mage. Is the term Jap offensive? What if we were called arms <laughs> or ams? Would that be racist? Ooh, it's all updated and fancy. Okay. So this is some preacher. I don't know who this preacher is. He's not the show's official pastor. Uh, Filipinos are easy to spot. They're the Mexican of the Asian world. All right. I don't know who this pastor is, but listen to what he says. Hello. 
I'm going to tell you something. Facial hair is not apostolic. However you want to cut it, it's compromised. This is a, a, a bald pastor, middle-aged, fat. I don't care if your leader says you can wear a beard, honey. Beard's nothing more than pride. You're not going to be dipped in Holy Ghost oil and run around looking like the world. It's, it's water you're dipped in, not, not oil. We don't need beards. We need more oil. We need more Joe ashes. We need more people in an altar. We need more prayer rooms. We need more people digging into the things of God. Um, I don't know why he keeps waving the microphone at the fa at the. You can the look in the recipe of anointing. You'll never find beards, brother Epley. You can look in the recipe of anointing. You're never going to find television. You can look at the recipe of anointing, and you're not going to find compromise. You can look at the recipe of anointing, and women are going to be covering their knees. Um, can I point something out, please? Uh, a small thing, just small, uh, and and you know I'm about details. You know I'm about details. Um, uh, Ogre says, so all those Jews in the Bible were evil, huh? He keeps the holy bread inside a cuckoo clock. Yeah, well, they, 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 now when you go to church, this guy, look, look, I know what kind of church this guy has. He's got a big old church, which means, <coughs> means it's Christian. Which means they follow the New Testament mainly. They might, they might go back and forth every once in a while, a little Old Testament to scare the shit out of you. And then, and then it's all, it's all fun, it's all good in the New Testament. We have that that loving, caring God, not the the angry God like we have in the Old Testament. The good part. Um, I just want to say something, that the good part is all about this fella. This one fella, he, he liked to walk the earth in Jerusalem, had a pair of sandals like I have. The fella's name was Jesus H. Christ. I believe the H stood for Harold. He went by Harry. His friends called him Harry. But... I would like to point out, as this pastor is preaching about how the evilness of beards are, I did, now, now I'm going to have to take my headphones off because I have to yell this real quick. Um, um, Jesus had a fucking beard! There. I, I, I had to get that out. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen a picture of clean-shaven Jesus? I ain't. I ain't never seen no picture of clear, clear complexion Jesus. But beards are evil. <laughs> are they running out of topics to talk about in church? Look, look, I'm over the whole beard phase for men. I am. I, I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of everybody walking around with their big ZZ Top beards, their big Duck Dynasty beards. I think it looks terrible. And, and in fact, in truth, can't grow one. So I'm very angry about that. But, uh, but <laughs> the guy is preaching against beards, and I was hoping there'd be a picture of Jesus somewhere behind him. Of course not. Not in those churches. The only pictures they have are pictures of money. 
Oh, wow, I missed that. Hold on a second here. We got to go back a little bit. I took a dump at work. There it is. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo. Woo! Hey, me. Good morning, Alicia. Ogre says, V. Coop, come on. We all know Jesus was a clean-shaven, straight-haired, blonde-eyed <laughs> European with holes in his wrist. Those holes were for hanging coat racks. Grizzly Adams did have a beard. Hashtag Happy Gilmore. I'm a Christian. My favorite book in the Bible is Psalms, Old Testament. It's all of God's promises. This guy is whack. I'm more of a, a Leviticus fan because that shows the hypocrisy of the Bible because you can't eat shellfish. No shrimp. No lobster. Oh, no, 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 no. That's bad, according to Leviticus. Holes in his feet are to lower the resistance when he's delivering super cakes. <laughs> uh, beards are okay. My issue is the uh, big neck beards that make scrawny moron look like he's fixing to charge Robert E. Lee's forces. <laughs> I must be one evil motherfucker. Got myself a goatee. Holy chin music. <laughs> Comes out to fucking... The sexy boy theme. Wouldn't that be great? Would I mean that would be awesome? Hold on a second here. Now I've got to do it. Oh wait, I I know how. Oh, I know a, a quicker way I can find that one. Okay, so I go here, but but I want to turn this down. Um. Uh, let's see. I want to see the oh, show album in library. That's what I wanted to see. We'll stop that. Um. Let's see. Show complete album. Yes, I, I'd like to see the complete album, please. Uh, let's see. No, that ain't it. Oh, there it is, right here. I want to see Jesus walk out to this. I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. I've got the looks that drives a girl wild. I've got the mood. Sweet really Jesus moves. chin music. I said chill. <laughs> I know a black chick named Leviticus. Having a beard, they smell over time. Uh, the H stands for heartbreak kid. Oh, that's fantastic. All right. Uh, well, somebody returned to work yesterday, and boy, oh boy, are people nervous. That's right. Our favorite congressman, the one, the only. The man with the plan, the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour. The Eagles are so much better than the Eagles. This is his opening statement at a, a subcommittee meeting that he was the chairman for yesterday. Oh, this is so good. This, this, this is very uncomfortable, too. Glasses on top of his forehead moves him down. I called to this hearing of the U.S. Senate Subcommittee and Food and Nutrition, Specialty Crops, Organics, and Research to order. Chairwoman Stevenow. And Ranking Member Boozman, thank you so much for coming. I thank you for your leadership on this committee and I look forward to working with you to pass a farm bill. A farm bill that works for small far farmers, rural communities, 
and hungry Americans. I would also like to thank my ranking member, Senator Braun. And I look forward to working closely with you. SNAP is one of the most effective programs to fight hunger and poverty in the country. Now, one of his aides is sitting behind him, and his aides has ear spacers in. Now, I, I now look, I am tattooed from head to toe. Well, not head. But I, I have a lot of tattoos, and I know people that have piercings and things like that. I will just say this one time and one time very quickly. Um, if you're sitting in a Senate subcommittee mo- meeting, you, you should not have ear spacers in. I'm, I, I'm sorry. That, that, that to me is – and that just shows you the – do I want to say stupidity or the – no, it's not really stupidity. It's the, 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 this guy shouldn't be in office. Come on. He reads about as well as Floyd Mayweather. And he hasn't even been hit in the head that many times. The chairman, is that like when they give the special kids the football and let them play with the team? How sad is that? What is an ear spacer? It's when they gauge the ears open. You've seen the people with the big-ass holes in their ears. Well, this guy is on his way to that. Look, a Senate subcommittee about a farm bill is not the place to be having, you know, what you would wear to a rave. I'm sorry, it's just not. I mean, are they going to start barbecuing in there pretty soon? Knowing, knowing Joe, John, or John Fetterman. Knowing Fetterman, he would probably bring a barbecue and start that shit inside. Why? All right, then. I want to be baptized. I kind of want something other day. Oh. I reckon I wouldn't mind having a little supper. They turned me loose in the nervous hospital. Said I was well. Mm-hmm. I wish he would have started the meeting with that. Uh, as he bangs the gavel. They turned me loose in the nervous hospital. Said I was well. Mm-hmm. I called to this hearing of the U.S. Senate subcommittee and food and nutrition, especially crops, organic. Oh, my God. But, America, you're not, you're, you're not. You're not embarrassed by that guy representing you? The people in Pennsylvania aren't... If I was... I would leave Pennsylvania. If I lived in his district, I would be so ashamed that I would have to leave there. That guy does not represent me. I mean, when I look at him, he represents... What I would see, he's the representation of a bunch of people that are holding balloons and licking windows. And I guarantee, let, let, me, let me make this official. Let me just say it. I guarantee. This motherfucker puts his milk in cereal first. Uh, he is a milk firster. First honest retard in D.C.? I think so, quite possibly. And by, if the fine people of Pennsylvania reelect him, we need to put a big wall up around Pennsylvania. First of all, it'll save kids from being molested at Penn State. And secondly, I don't want anybody from Pennsylvania coming out. I don't want to play the Eagles anymore. Fuck the Phillies. The, the Flyers, they suck too. I, I, I don't want anything to do. 76ers, you were a proud franchise a long time ago. 
Not no more. He puts mayo and ketchup on his hot dogs. Yes, yes. Hey, you guys. Christopher, I wish there was footage of him eating ice cream and wearing a pirate hat. <laughs> Christopher says, I'm still waiting for him to start an exploratory committee to locate the long treasure of one-eyed Willie. <laughs> Hashtag Goonies. Oh, he knows it's there. He knows it's there. But, but, but Arnie, walls don't work. Oh, I know, right? Yeah, okay. I swear to God, Pennsylvania, you are so... It, I, I don't even want to get started. Uh, you, you know, I've, I've lived my entire life hearing the jokes and understanding the jokes that Southern people are stupid and we're backwards and we're racist, which all three are true. But come on. We got we got to we got to expand that past the old Mason Dixon line. Joe and Hunter are the Fratelli brothers, Nancy Pelosi's the old mom. Now that's funny. The movie's called Demi's. Who is this? What is his name? That that's John Fetterman, the senator from the, the he's the guy who beat Dr. Oz, Pammy. How are you today? Wow. I just love it. I, I, I just, uh, you know, I, I find these stories and I just laugh my ass off. Then I find the next story and I don't laugh my ass off. I'm not surprised by this, but once again, <sighs> here's the headline. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll read the story. Uh, Special Investigator or Inspector General for Afghan Recovery. Uh, Afghanistan Reconstruction John Sapoko has said that the Taliban is stealing USAID intended for the Afghan people. And he knocked the Defense and State Departments and you said for an unprecedented lack of cooperation. Surprise, surprise, surprise. What? The Taliban is stealing USA that was intended for the Afghans? No. Golly. No. Now, come on. If we can't trust the Taliban, who can we trust? He continues his quote, uh, I cannot assure this committee and the American taxpayers were not currently funding the Taliban, nor can I assure you the Taliban are diverting the funding from the intended recipients. $2 billion has been uh, appropriated in humanitarian aid for Afghanistan, and another $3.5 billion is slated to come through an international fund. So we are handing over to the Taliban $5.5 billion. Dollars. Boy, that's a lot of goats. You can fuck with that. Does anybody want to try to offer any kind of, uh, I don't know, response? To the fact that Joe Biden is the worst president in American history. 
It's not because I didn't vote for I came out the day after the election, and when it, when it was all said and done, I said, Joe Biden is my president because I'm an American. And I stand by that, that he is the sitting president of the United States of America. You want to talk about bullshit and, and cheating and all that kind of stuff, go ahead. Run yourself rampant. It's fine. I, I, I understand. I understand why you're upset. Fact of the matter is, he's our president. And I'm sorry, allowing five and a half billion dollars. How many more impeachable offenses does this guy and family need to have happen before the people of America fucking are undone? Where we have more Kyle Rittenhouses than ever. That's what it's leading to. And by the way, that's not the correct response. As much as I, 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 I seek blood and, and I seek retribution for being wronged, especially with somebody, um, I know that's not correct. I know it. I know the fact of the matter is that if I were to ever see a certain some person, we all know who that person is. And that person were to be stupid enough to outreach his hand to try to shake my hand, I'm going to tell you right now, and I I do this show for a lot of therapeutic reasons because I can get this shit off my chest, and um, I have to let you guys in on something. I'm very, very down. uh, I'm not happy with myself that I haven't moved on from this. It's something I struggle with because I can't just put it away. Because if that motherfucker were to outreach his hand towards me, and we all, like I said, we all know who it is, that motherfucker would be assaulted badly. And I know that's wrong. I know that's wrong. I know I should be able to reach out his hand, shake his hand and say, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. And pretend to be professional and pretend to be a good person. It's not going to happen. And I see that same thing starting to go a little bit more with America. And I think Americans are better than me in my head. That we won't react that way in the streets. But I'm, I, I'm telling you, we're getting to that point. God forbid. <laughs> Grab his hand, short arm, clothesline him. <laughs> right now, says $5.5 billion to the Taliban. Don't forget 10% to the big guy again. Oh, yeah. By the way, did you guys see the story? I, I, I just have this real quick in passing. Uh, the family of the young man that was killed by the five black cops in Memphis is suing the Memphis Police Department for $550 million. They're suing for half a billion dollars. Good for them. See, I like it when people put that number up there real high because the settlement will be a lot better. But getting back to what I was saying, I can see the American pay. I can see... The balloon is about to pop. We're about to have more Kyle Rittenhouses. Because people are tired of this. Whether it be the trans movement, whether it be Black Lives Matter um, rioting in the streets. 
those people have that that have jobs and have stuff to do, they are going to react to this eventually. And I've said it for a long time on this show. You're not going to like the reaction. The left side especially is not going to like the reaction. And I'm sorry that they're not going to like it. But I have to say, they brought it upon themselves. They woke this sleeping dog. I told you to let him sleep. But does anybody listen to old Arn? Well, some people do. But the vast majority, they don't. And when you wake that dog up, you're going to get fucked up. I'm not sure on the uh, handshake thing. Is he talking? Write me me out? Maybe. Possibly. I'm not going to say who I'm talking about. Y'all should know. Did you see the story about a Home Depot worker that was killed in California while trying to stop a robbery? I did see that story. It's a sad story, but this is why a lot of these companies will tell you don't do anything. Don't do anything. Don't try to stop them. Now, the, the Home Depot worker that was killed, I'm not going to call him any names I'm not I, like, besides trying to be a hero because that's what he was trying to do. He was trying to do the right thing. See, th- this is where we are as a country now. Let's say that, that the Home Depot guy did stop this guy, this killer, maybe tackled him outside. Well, guess what that guy's going to do? He's going to sue Home Depot. It's happened. And these are the stories that are going to add up. This is what I'm talking about. When you see homeowners get sued and lose those lawsuits, when somebody breaks in their house and the homeowner hurts that person. This is why police will tell you, off the record, of course, that you empty the gun into an assailant or you make sure that assailant cannot leave your home. All I'm going to say is America has a new theme song, and it's called Tick, 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 Tick. This is a bomb that's going to go off, and I'm afraid I'm not even going to enjoy it because it's going to be so bad. And if you think I'm wrong, that's great. I, I think that's great that you think I'm wrong about this. And and honestly, between between us girls, I hope I am. I really do. But I've done a pretty good job in the past three or four years, especially, of predicting things, and then they come true. Let's just hope I'm wrong about this one. Uh, Stackhart says Arnie is an employee of a large retail here, a dirty secret as a company they tell you, but individually you get chewed out and felt little when you, they walk out on your watch. Oh, I understand. I, I look, Stackhart, I, it's human nature. You're defending your property and what you think your property is. Absolutely. Um, that's why you see so many people still trying to stop them. I, I get it. And, and maybe that supervisor has it in there, but the company policy at a lot of these places is just let them go. Try to get a, a license plate number if you can. Don't get involved with them because if they get hurt and they sue, they're probably going to win. Because all they got to do is ask them, did you see him take it off the shelf? Did you see him not pay for it?
100% stack hard. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yep. But, you know, hey, we'll just, we'll, we'll watch it all happen together. This is like that scene in uh, at the end of Fight Club. By the way, if you haven't seen Fight Club, uh, spoiler alert coming up. Um, where Ed Norton and then at a once hot uh, Helen, uh, Helen, I can't think of her name, but the, the hot chick that was in, she was hot in that movie. In Fight Club, the chick who ended up marrying Tim Rob or Tim Burton. God, she was so hot in that and so dirty in that. But this is this I this is what it looks like to me. It's gonna be that scene at the very end where where Ed Norton and Helen Helena Bonham Carter. That's it. Boom goes the dynamite. Alzheimer's cured. Um, Helena Bonham Carter and Ed Norton watch. As the credit card companies are blown up and everybody's data and everything is washed away. And they just sit there and they watch it. That's what I feel like. That's what I feel like happening. Every time there's another riot, there's another bullshit here, there's another bullshit there. I'm just telling you. Uh, if you haven't seen Fight Club, something is wrong with you. Well, I, I have to say, one of the most interesting movies I've ever seen. One of the one of the best movies I've ever seen. Such an it, it, such a smart movie. I haven't fucked like that since grade school. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean the outtakes. If you get the DVD and you see the things that they that they didn't put in the movie that she said. Oh man, Helena Bottom Carter was fantastic in that movie. Uh, all right, now I got to go to the lovely state of California to show you guys how fucking stupid your lawmakers are. L.A. Mayor Karen Bass wants to spend $1.3 billion. Are you ready for this? This is going to be genius. Converting hotels and motels into housing for the homeless. Oh my God! Holy shit! Is there is there a video of that? It, whoa, 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 whoa! Where is the video of that? Hold, I got to wait. I'll come back to that story. I promise you, I'll come back to. There's a story about a fucking lion that got loose in a Chinese zoo, or a Chinese circus, and it attacked the audience. I'm t- I'm t- I'm trying to find it before anybody says put the link up, ogre. I I I cannot find this. Okay, I, I did the wrong thing. I searched the wrong place. Um, let's see. Uh, we'll go here. We'll go up here. We'll go uh, Chinese lion attack at circus video. <gasps> well, it's 2018. I don't want 2018. Fuck, that's a train. That's February. They don't have anything that's old. Is that an old story? Damn it to hell. These are all old stories. Bullshit. So getting back to the L.A. story. The mayor wants to spend $1.3 billion on the homeless. Uh, Let's see. Right Meow says homeless converted motel equals pure drugs and prostitution palace. Yeah. Um... Lion, oh wait, there it was. Hold on a second. Whoa, whoa. 
Lion escapes into audience, sparking stampede at Chinese Circus. They don't have any video, though, of it. Damn it to hell. Um, I have a problem with this. Um, if you have $1.3 billion to, to spend on the homeless, why not invest that in some police? I don't know. Since you've defunded the police, uh, why not use that money on police because your crime's going out of control there? She says, after years of frustration, we can see a clear path to a new Los Angeles. We have finally dispelled the myth that people do not want to come inside. They do. No, they don't. City's expanded spending on homeless programs for years, and former Mayor Eric Garcetti signed a budget in 2021 of nearly a billion dollars in homeless spending. I'm not smart, man. I'm I'm not smart enough to be a a lawyer. I mean, I probably am. I just don't want to do all the work. Um, when are we going to figure out as a country that we just can't throw money at problems anymore? How much money has been thrown at the quote war on drugs? Anybody? Anybody want to take a guesstimate? I, I I have no idea. Hey Siri, how much money has been spent on the war on drugs? Okay, I found this on the web for how much money has been spent on the war on drugs. Check it out. There you go. First one up there says the U.S. has spent over a trillion dollars fighting the war on drugs. Yet we have a new drug that's taking over called Trank. And this is taking over only about two years after fentanyl took over, after heroin made a huge comeback because of pain pills. We've thrown a trillion dollars at the drug problem and nothing has been solved. We are going to spend at least that much on the homeless problem and nothing is going to get solved. You want to talk about infrastructure. You want to talk about bridges. You want to talk about schools. You want to talk about this. Oh, there's another one right there. All the money that we've allegedly thrown at U.S. schools, yet we still don't rank in the top 20. Oh, and by the way, we spend more than every other country combined. Oh, man, British Siri sounds hot. I might have to leave Australian Siri. Oh, yeah, I love British Siri. She's my favorite. Now, wait a second. We got Captain Dipshit. Oh, fucking sakes. Whoopi Goldberg got mad. Whoopi Goldberg's mad at Budweiser. And for all the stupidest reasons you can think. It's not about how hard you get knocked down. Shut up. It's how hard you get up. Is that how hard it is? Thank you. That's been my what are you so angry about? Beer does not have a. I mean, it's not a Democrat or a Republican. Yeah. It doesn't have. It doesn't have a belief system. It's just beer. Well, and and the thing is, it's like I think that these people that were destroying their own beer, which is also kind of dumb. Well, thanks for um, the money. Yeah. 
Okay, Whoopi, I have a challenge for you. I would love, I would love to see you hold a beer can in your hand that had a black person hanging on it. Well, the beer, it doesn't have a belief system. The beer isn't racist. Would you be opposed to that? I have just fucking trumped your ass in in less than four seconds. Really? She's mad that the Clydesdale commercial came out and that there's all this explosion over this fucking moron, Dillip Mulvaney. So how about that? How about Budweiser? Hey, Bud. Budweiser, let's come out and let 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 let's uh let let's release a line of hanging cans. I'm sure you'll be okay with that. That's fine. By the way, you're gonna get a lot of drinkers in the South and in Boston and in Wisconsin and all those other places. Whoopi is, thank God for the sickle cell full metal jacket. Wow. Uh, speaking of Bud Light and Budweiser, I have to play this for you. I, I'm late to the party on this. But Ron DeSantis, boy, oh, boy, every, every once in a while, you, you just go, man, okay, this guy's all right. When he Dean DeSantis it. presents Real Man of Women's Sports. Today, we recognize the men who've hacked the system. Hacked the system. Once mediocre in the men's division, now cream of the crop in the women's. From mediocre to champion. You couldn't cut it with the boys, so you pushed women off the podium. Real man, steal first place. Because without you, sports would be fair. Without you, women's sports would be for, well, women. That's just funny. I don't care who you are. That shit is funny. <laughs> Good for you, Ron DeSantis. Um, all right. Last story of this break, then we'll talk to Joe, uh, and we will talk about the Joe uh, the thing in sports. Uh, transgender lawmaker in Montana is facing calls to be censured over comments made amid the legislature's efforts to pass amendments to a bill that would prohibit sex change treatments for minors. She came out and said, and I quote, the only thing I will say is if you vote yes on the, oh, wait, we have her saying it. Okay. And the only thing I will say is if I, if you vote yes on this bill and yes on these amendments, I hope the next time there's an invocation, when you bow your heads in prayer, you see the blood on your hands. Now, I'm going to ask a silly question. And I'd like a real answer. No silly answers, please. Uh, The real answer is this. Um, What blood? How does preventing a minor, and I'm being honest about this because I'm so lost with this whole topic. How does preventing a minor for having sex change operation or reassignment surgery or whatever the fuck it's called? How will that leave blood on our hands? I'm just wondering. Just wondering. I didn't allow, and, and, and there are states now like Washington State, which we reported on Monday here, um, that if you're a parent and you do not allow your child to go through transitional surgery, um, they can take your children in Washington State. No, that's a real thing. That's a bill that just passed there. Where's the blood on the hands? 
Alicia says, why do they got to be so dramatic? Like, how do you expect me to take you serious when you talk like that? Well, I won't have any severed genital blood on me. Uh, Ogre says, because she thinks kids who already clearly have mental health issues are halfway to death and will either commit suicide or murder. Okay. I, yeah, Ogre, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. We know it's not true, though. We know it's not true. Um, let's see. When they first came out, I was working in construction, installing patio. Oh, okay. The real men. Yeah, okay. That thing. All right. So there you go. So people are all up in arms over this. Oh, I have that in the next segment. And, and, and we're going to wait till the end of the segment to talk about the trans things with Joe. Um, but Joe Murphy is coming up next here. Uh, 775-357-FANS is the number. Arnie Radio 1 at gmail.com. Uh, Some by the truck in a farmer's field. A no trespass sign. Time to kill. Nobody's gonna get hurt. So what's the big deal? Some by the truck in a farmer's field. And some by beer sitting on ice. After a long, hard day. Taste just right on that drop tailgate on a summer night. With some about beer sitting on ice, and some about a girl in a red sundress with an ice cold beer pressed against her lips. In that farmer's field, <laughs> we'll make a boy mad. Something about a girl in a red sundress And there's something about a kiss that's gonna lead to more On that drop tailgate, back behind the corn The most natural thing you ever felt before There's something about a kiss that's gonna lead to more And there's something about a truck in a field and a girl Something about a creek around 2 a.m. After a few of those beers, you wanna dive on in. You don't need no clothes to just hang them on a limb. Something about a creek around 2 a.m. And there's something about a truck in a field and a girl in a red sundress with an ice cold beer to her lips. And the birds and the bees and the loud hammer 
me up and smoke me when I die And if anyone don't like it Just look them in the eye I didn't come here and I ain't leaving So don't sit around and cry Just roll me up and smoke me when I die Now you won't see no sad and teary eye When I get my wings and it's my time to fly All my friends and tell them there's a party come on by now just roll me up and smoke me when i die roll me up and smoke me when i die and if anyone don't like it just look them in the eye i didn't come here and i ain't leaving so don't sit around and cry just roll me up and smoke me when i die Tell more jokes and dance and stuff Just keep the music playing That'll be a good goodbye Roll me up and smoke me when I die Roll me up and smoke me when I die And if anyone don't like it Just look on me in the eye I didn't come here and I ain't leaving So don't sit around and cry Roll me up and smoke me when I die Hey, take me out and build a roaring fire Take me out and twist me up and point me toward the sky Roll me up and smoke me when I die Roll me up and smoke me when I die And if anyone don't like it, just look on in the eye I didn't come here and I ain't leaving, so don't sit around and cry Just roll me up and smoke me when I die Just roll me up and smoke me when I die. The Arnie State Show. Hiya, lame asses. Whoa. We're having a nice time. Call 775-357-FAS. Hey, look at that. Cobra Chick is here live today. Says, morning, it's been a while since I've been able to listen live. Well, I hope you're doing well. I hope you've been uh, keeping up at ArnieRadio.com. Uh, it, it, by the way, if you can't listen live, no big deal. Nobody, it doesn't hurt my feelings at all. I totally understand. You have real life, real life problems. Speaking of that, I just got seven emails from Alicia. Let me let me, let me tell you how this break just uh, the, this last break went. So I hit the music and I ran to the bathroom because I had to uh, exterminate my bowels. And as I was done. It was a big one, too. Whew. Quick, though. Bam. 
Um, my phone's going off, going crazy. Blam, 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 blam. And, and she sent me a bunch of emails. I don't care that she sent me a bunch. I'm going to cover those emails that she sent me after the Joe segment because holy shit. We, we have got a lot to discuss. That's all I'm going to say. Everybody like the Willie Nelson song there? There you go. Good, good. The old roll me up and smoke. It's 420. I'd like to send a special 420 happy coconut oil day. To my man, Hangtown Mike, I know you're recovering. I hope you're doing well, my friend. You keep a gangster, brother. All right, here we go. We got we 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 got to call Joseph now. Um, hopefully he'll be there. We'll we'll see. Okay, that's that's a great sign right there. It's ringing. Hello, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. Yes, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy on location. Oh, oh, where are we today, Joe? Well, I'm back home. You know, as I told you before, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I go swim laps with RuPaul. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I'm I'm sorry. I forgot about that. She's a great athlete. She beats me every time. <laughs> Joe, we are going to talk about trans athletes at the end of our segment because there's a lot to talk about. First things first, though, it's great to have you on, as always. Uh, I love having you on. Um, news, news broke this morning that the Oakland A's have signed a binding agreement to purchase land near the Las Vegas Strip. I think they're going to start a farm there. <laughs> well, is that, actually, they say they're intending to build a Major League Baseball park there. Oh, they moved the. Oh, that sounds much more logical. I don't yeah. know where I, what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. I've always thought that too. Since you brought it up, I looked into that, and I'm I'm thinking the A's are just you know they're going to Vegas. No two ways about it. Now, what I'm seeing here, the Las Vegas Review Journal, that rag, is saying the 1.5 billion dollar, 35,000 seat stadium, with a partially retractable roof, will be built on the site, adding other developments, including restaurants, amphitheater, blah, blah, blah. First of all, is 35,000 seats enough for a Major League Baseball team? Yeah, the A's are, are going to be on the phone with the Las Vegas uh, Area 51. Hey, can we borrow the stadium? we got too many people. We need to use your minor league stadium so we can fit everybody. We're really 35,000 people? That's ridiculous. I, I, I think that, but, but, you know, I looked at it uh, – you know the football stadium only holds sixty-five. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just say um, any fifty grand or over for any type of football, you know, big time or baseball, you know, yeah. football. Fifty grand is where because you know, like Nebraska, and I'm sure Texas has the same policy. So they won't go play unless your stadium holds a certain amount of people. They don't go play. You know, every time they play UNR, they play them a couple times. Uh, Nevada. They play them in Nebraska because they, they won't play at a stadium unless it's in the conference and they have to. Right, right. Well, because there's no money in it. There's absolutely right, no money. Right, in exactly. It. That's what they, you come to us. We'll give you that. The University of Pacific came out one year to play us, and, and, and they got paid a third of their entire athletic budget just for showing up out there. Oh, yeah. You know, and they got a thumping. They knew they were going to thumping, but hey, we need the paycheck. And, uh, and so, you know, they went out there, and that's why they're, like you say, they won't waste their time because, uh, you know, we're, we're A-listers, buddy. We, we need the money. Let me, let me ask you a question about that uh, since we've covered the A's thing now. If you're an athletic director, let's say, at the University of Nevada, because I know that Nevada has gone and played against um, Nebraska. They've played against uh, Notre Dame. They've played against major colleges, and, of course, they always go there. 
Um, if you were the athletic director of a small school, would you put your athletes through that? Well, no, they, they need that experience. I don't think, you know, hey, I mean, they've been playing, you know, uh, Coach Prime and uh, Jackson State, and then, you know, let's go give you a big arena on TV with a, you know, with a real big, you know, 90,000. I, I think they deserve it. I, I don't think put them, putting them through it, I think they'd be excited about it. Well, the only reason why I say putting them through it is, for the simple fact that they're going up against far superior athletes. Oh, I get what you're saying. Right. You know, yeah, they're going to get the ass kicked. Right, right, yeah. Is, like, is, we don't, the coach is going to be in there going, you know, gonna, these guys are put on their pants, one leg at a time, just like, but they really know that it's going to be 70 to 7, so let's just get through this. Yeah, I mean, like, like for me, I don't know. I, I guess I guess it's worth it for the athletic department, but uh, – Man, hey, letting a team hang seventy on you just so you can get yeah, some- just, and, and, and not even trying, you know, they just have to. What are, I mean, your 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 uh, self esteem or your team morale's got to go way down. Like God, we suck, and it's like, no, you don't suck in your league. But yeah, but but you know, as far as the experience, I think it's great. But yeah, but for the players, if you just get pummeled, then it's probably not very fun. Yeah, I I don't know what I would do if I was an athletic director. That's a tough one there. But the age- and I want to tell everybody one thing. Remember, if you can't be an athlete, be an athletic supporter. There you go. That that that's right. a Joe Murphyism if I've ever heard one. Um, <laughs> so uh, the A's moving to Vegas, good idea. But I don't know why a partly retractable roof. It gets fucking hot there. I want that I fucking that, roof closed you know, at all. They call the boys of summer. Uh, yeah, it gets really hot there. And they, I, I, I would think they would build something. Kind of like the Raiders stadium where, you know, it's a retractable or it's a rough or, you know, because nobody likes the total closed dome. I mean, if you're a Tampa Bay Rays, you got to stop playing at home. I mean, you got to, I mean, you got to, because that is the worst stadium of any stadium. You know, uh, foul balls can hit the roof and they rule it a single or something. Like if it drops in the uh, thing, it's like a special rule because they got balls hit the roof. But uh, they have to have something like that. But, um, I just think that, you know, I was telling people, you know, we're big fans, and now we're, we, we're going to go watch our team play on the road, you know, and it's like, oh, we're Baltimore. Oh, that's great. That sounds fun. Let's get uh, the wire going again. But, uh, you know, but, but it's like, oh, we're going to go to Vegas, baby. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll all come to see their team play in Vegas, you know. They yeah. love that because it's a vacation. Oh, sure. I, so like, I, I, I think it's a good move. I really think it's a good move for them, especially, hey, if the fans don't want them, Try somewhere else where they might want them. Um, uh, let's see. What else did I want to talk to you about uh, with, with, with this topic before we move on topics? Um, well, uh, what I wanted to bring up about the retractable roof is that the Rangers have a new stadium. Well, we have – it's three years old now. Beautiful ballpark. Globe Life Field. Beautiful ball. One, one of the nicest parks I've ever seen. And we went there uh, last season. or It was the season before. And it had just rained for a while in Texas. And the, the forecast was supposed to be nice outside. It was going to be like 85. Um, but it ended up being like 92 with like 98% humidity. And they had the fucking roof open. And all the swamp coolers in there were leaking. There was melting there. It was like I was getting poached in there because it was so fucking humid and hot. So close the fucking roof. Well, and also with that HVAC problem, call Murphy Home Improvement. <laughs> uh, by the way, how sad is is what happened to the city of Oakland? 
They've lost everything. I know they've lost their, but you know, and the same thing. Like you know, it used to be like, oh, go visit San Francisco. Now it's just a, it's just a, 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 a lizard. Uh, smell of piss you know it's like a horrible place to go it used to be like the the american paris you know what i mean like the city of life type of thing in san francisco the city of love whatever and now it's just it's just filthy you're accosted by you know by the homeless aren't just hanging out or whatever and i they're not just the homeless whatever but they're they're, you get accosted you know by by people like they just come right up and demand stuff and it's just horrible these days you can i know people in fact, you know, do you know Lori Adamson and John Murphy? Yeah, I've heard the names, yes. Yeah, they're there. They've been radio. Lori Adamson has been in uh, radio. They they used to go every year for Christmas, and they stopped going because they said it's just it's, it's unbearable now. It's horrible. I mean, the entire city of San Francisco is a dump. You wouldn't and get that, to be there. That, and that's in Oakland. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's, we haven't even started on Oakland, but... I mean, at one time, Oakland had the Raiders, the A's, and the the Warriors all in the same parking lot. Yeah. Now they're all gone. In the same parking lot, right. Right across the bridge. And, and, you know, it's so funny because, uh, you know, like you said, not to get off topic, but, yeah, they had it all. They had all three teams. and You know, they love their teams, but, of course, they they had to go more metropolitan. They had to move into San Francisco. The Warriors did, Mm -hmm. you know, and and then the Niners – you know, they play in Mexico, even though they're San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> well, it's not that far south. I exaggerated. But uh, you, you, you go to the, at 1 o'clock in the afternoon a day game. You'd be at Oakland Stadium. Sunny, balmy, nice. <laughs> then you just you know, pan over to uh, Pac Bell Park. It was at that time. Or, you know, there, anyways, the, the stadium that they play in the Giants. There's like hot dog wrappers swirling at the mound. Yeah. You know, oh, like. Yeah. There's like a, a wind tunnels and tornadoes going on in the field, and it's freezing. I went to one time, and this guy, this guy says to me, I'm going into the stadium to watch the Giants, and he, he's like, what are they always, it's like July or something. And he says, why, why is all this, this thing, why do they always say so cold in, in here? And I said, why are you wearing a coat in July? He's <laughs> like, yeah. why are you, you know, that's the stupidest question I've ever heard. You, you've got a park on, it's July, and you're going, what's with all this talk about the Cold weather here, you know the old saying: the the coldest winter I spent was the summer in San Francisco. That was Mark Twain. Mark Twain said that. Yeah, it's true. Mm. I call him Sam, but you know. Yeah, Samuel Clements. I I I. I, I, I well, you know, we're kind of buddies, so. I I've actually saw his childhood home in uh in, in Missouri, Hannibal yeah, Hannibal Missouri. Missouri. Where what city in Missouri? Hannibal. Hannibal, Missouri. Hannibal, Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. Um, by the way, and just if you to, go through, and if you go through Russell, Kansas, that's Bob Dole's home. Um, uh, uh, yeah, Bob Dole. Uh, real quick thing, you talk about Kansas. Uh, I was watching the series with the Rangers and the Royals, the one where the first place Rangers swept the Royals. Um, yes. Did you see that the Royals are are looking to leave Kauffman Stadium? I'm brokenhearted. Kauffman Stadium is one of the greatest stadiums with the water fountains out there. That's a beautiful ballpark. Why they want to move to downtown Kansas City? 
What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, well, like, all the doubt, like, like, you know, even in Reno, it was not a big deal. Then they finally realized, oh, the stadium downtown, that, you know, the, the metro, it's all uh, hipster, re- retro, and, 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 and hip, and, and, and cosmopolitan. And so they moved the stadium and the team down there. I mean, the, the Royals can use a new stadium, don't get me wrong. The only stadium that will never, ever move is Wrigley. They'll go, they'll go crazy if they try to go, well, we got to build a new Wrigley in town. <laughs> oh, I, I'll go on a shooting spree. If they try to move Wrigley from the north side, I'll go on a fucking shooting spree. That, that's All just right. crap. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, that one will never change. Some of these ballparks, it's just, it's, you know, there's a saying, you know, Father Time is undefeated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he never loses. So it's, it, there comes a time where it's like the safety, uh, the building codes, they have to build a new one, you know. But I, they'll just keep, they'll just keep, uh, you know, putting plywood, uh, uh, you know, uh, supports up. Oh, and sure. they're, or they'll just keep improving it. Right. Because they can never move that. People will go nuts. Yeah, keep the troughs. Keep the troughs. Keep the troughs. Man, because there was nothing worse than going to a bathroom in a ballpark that had the troughs. I hated that. That was Dick Central. <laughs> troughs. Yeah, right. Right. Oh, and being a kid, you're at eye level. You're like, no. Yeah, you just, just know there's no in between. And you know what the thing is? Because you know, I felt so bad. So many guys were embarrassed when I pissed next to them. <laughs> well, I can imagine. I mean, yeah, yeah. great. I said, buck up, little camper. You'll be all right. You I, know? Mean, I mean, this is a true story. I, I remember I was, I was I was washing my hands in the bathroom one time, and Joe Murphy walked in, and, and I said, careful, Joe, the water's cold. And Joe said, it's deep, too. Yeah. I At the time I was on the bridge, and yeah. he said it was cold. I was like, yeah, I feel the mud at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, switching gears to the NFL, and then we're going to get to your stuff. we got two NFL stories. Then we got your topic, and then we got to talk about the trans. First one is Damar Hamlin. Damar Hamlin said his cardiac arrest was caused by commotio cordis, a direct blow to the chest that disrupts the heart rhythm. It's a real thing that you you got to hit an exact point of a heartbeat, and it's the leading cause of heart attacks in young people. But what gets me is it's happened before. It was a, it was the second time he was in critical condition for this. What happened? Yeah, and he just wants to come back. We all thought, oh, well, just wow, well, like getting hit by lightning. How incredible that won't happen again. No, it has. He, this is the second time that's happened to him. I would be a little scared. Well, that that's what I want to bring up, Doc. Doctors have cleared him for the NFL. Now, now I have nothing against this young man. Um, if you're the general manager of not only the Buffalo Bills, but any team in the NFL, do you sign him? Is he a free agent or is he still with no, the Bills? I, well, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm just saying. Oh, I I'm, I'm just saying. saying. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I, I don't know. You might, yeah, because you, but they sign disclaimers. I mean, you know, it's just like, you know, when you go skiing, if you ski off the cliff, you know, it's, you can't sue. And that's what you already signed the lift ticket says that you take it under your own risk. And I know that these pro players, and stuff, you know, they have clauses about stuff like you don't go skiing, don't go parasailing or whatever, you know, because we're paying. 80 million a year right so uh, right so don't do that but also it's like you know you if you get hurt there's a very good chance you could get hurt in this game it's very good so i know that there's some kind of disclaimer or something where you know uh, they they're not gonna they can't sue because they got hurt but i i understand that but but here's the big picture you're the general manager of a team you're you're possibly signing a guy who this has happened to once before 
Um, and it's happened again. It's going to happen again, right? Well, I know well, what you're saying. I, I don't well, know if I want to. You know, hey, I, I mean, if I'm telling you, tell them, hey, you're a grown man. I, I, I'm I, scared for you. I don't know. I don't think I would play again, but, you know, and, and, and uh, you know, if, if Aaron Rodgers has a receiver on target and this happens to you again, we lose the Super Bowl, then we're going to be really pissed. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean. You, had, you had a heart attack during uh, cover two. Hey, oh, thanks, buddy. But, but I mean, like, like, you have to think about this as a GM. You're going to be responsible for a guy dying on the field. That's going to be a big yeah, black yeah, guy for yeah, the NFL. Let him play. You know, no, he begged us to play again. You know, yeah. but no, they're all going to say, how dare you? How can you do that to him? You know, and uh, yeah, I mean, you have to live with that. You know, I know what you're saying. You, you know, oh my God, why did I play that guy? And then he, he, twice he had a heart attack and, and three times a charm. This time he, he, he died. And so, it, you know, it's a bit, he's just in there. I'm under contract. I got this. I, I want to play. You know, maybe you sit him or something, or I, you know what I'm somebody, saying? But somebody, somebody if he wants him. to play, if he wants to shoot up, that's good luck. God bless you. Godspeed. Uh, Swoosh says, I make him an assistant DB's coach. Okay. Uh, not not a bad idea, keeping him around on the team. Um, I, I just I, I wouldn't want to put him in. Now, uh, staying in the football area in the Bay Area, the 49ers have received inquiries inquiries for Trey Lance because it looks like Brock Purdy might be the future starter next year. You got a problem with Brock Purdy starting for the Niners next year? Okay, going back, whatever. Uh, I, I loved, I, right off the bat, I thought they should have stuck with Trey Lance. Just get, let, just get him those, uh, get his, his feet wet, get in there. Uh, obviously, the Jimmy G came in, had, you know, pretty good. They went to the playoffs. They were one of the best defensive teams. They're a great team. So you want to win. You want to put in your best stuff. You know, it's not a time to rebuild. But when you draft that guy, number one, that young quarterback out of what, Ohio State. Who's that? I think. Who? And, and uh, you know, then, yeah, okay, we're gonna, he's going to throw a few picks, just like Peyton Manning did his first year. But he, we know this kid got it. But when it was all said and done at the end of the year, I definitely would say Brock Purdy should start. I know they're looking into trading Trey Lance. Um, so, and they got, uh, 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 what's his name? Norman, uh, the J- Kevin Darnold or, uh, yeah, Donald, Sam, Sam, Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Yeah, Sam, Sam Darnold's still yeah. in the league. Jesus. He signed with the Niners. So they got Sam Darnold, Trey Lance, and, uh, well, uh, the kid from Iowa State, uh, uh Purdy. Yeah. yeah I, I would Purdy. go with, I, lo- I would, I would think they'd make Purdy. If I was, if that was my call, Brock Purdy's a starting quarterback, unless somebody looks better in like you know when they go to training camp. Yeah. Um, but the, and then and if they didn't trade Trey Lance, I'd have him at number two. And Sam Donald, you're probably on the taxi squad, kid. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, all right. Uh, now, Joe, you sent me an interesting text this week, talking about the different leagues that that we have out here. Um, how would you like to start this? Um, you, you asked the, uh, which league is more exciting and competitive? How would you like this, uh, this to go? Well, I, in other words, who turns out the better product? And the, the level, the bar is set, obviously, by the NFL, right? That's the, sure. the bar. So they, not, neither one comes close. The USL SFL, or the XFL comes close to the play and the professionalism and the, the whole the whole. The, the show, as they call it in baseball, you know, same thing. They don't even come close with that. Uh, they're too gimmicky. They have these little gimmicky things. Um, 
the USFL, if you look on sports on ESPN, their app or their site, uh, they have the uh, XFL. They all kinds of stuff. The only I can't even you can't find is they don't cover the USFL apparently. Because if, yes. if you look where you'll find the XFL on ESPN's uh, website, but they don't bring up the USFL, Hold which I personally think the USFL has a slight edge. I think they're they're a little bit better than the, the XFL, but I think they're both kind of. Good luck. Hang on for dear life because you guys might not make it. Um, um, they, they, then, I, uh, I'm, on ES, I'm on ESPN Google. right now, and they have the NBA G Leagues available and the WWE's available, but not the USFL. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I was looking at the data. Like, like, and the USFL is the one that played last year. Oh, no, it was just the XFL played last year. Uh, it was what? the XFL, I believe. No, yeah. no, it was oh, the USFL. Okay. It was the USFL. Yeah, yeah, they're in their second year of rebirth. And, and, and whoa, they, they ran pushed, uh, you know, Prince Charles aside to see Lady die. It was like, it's like, let's get out of the way. We won the XFL. Well, hey, but we're coming back for year two. But uh, yeah, you can't, they don't cover them. It's weird. So you think they cover any, you know, pro sport, but, uh, um, you know, they have things like there's things I there's one thing I like is I like the kickoff from the twenty. I'm not sure which one does it. They kick off the twenty. No touchbacks. Let's get a return. Let's let's party. Yeah, the NFL will never go to that because everybody gets hurt. Exactly, everybody gets hurt. You know, but then why have a kickoff? You know what I mean? Let's just it, 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 you know, oh, well, we run a kickoff, but oh, it's too risky. And we get well, then why then make up your mind? You want it or not? If you and if you do like this, like these guys do, they kick off at the twenty. Unless you got an eighty-yard uh, foot, uh, it's going to be a run back. You know, and it's more exciting, and that's what they're looking for. And I know that's why they get it. Well, you, know, you asked me the, the question, uh, which one is more exciting or more competitive? Um, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm a bad person to ask because I haven't watched either product because if I want minor league football, I wait for college season to start. Yeah, I would love that. One of my questions was if the, the, the champion team of the XFL or the champion, the, their Super Bowl, whatever it's called, uh, the, the winner, the best team in the USFL the, or the best team in the XFL, what would happen if they played the, that team played the Kansas City Chiefs? They get beat a thousand to nothing. Okay, right, right. God. So, what would happen if they played the Houston Texans? They get beat seven hundred and fifty to nothing. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Right, and that's why that's why I base it on. So I don't get much, you know. And one thing that one of them did, I, I can't remember again which one, but one of them, you know, they they just let them sit wherever, and it looked like there was four fans. Whereas one of them. They put the big vinyl across one whole side of the stadium, yeah. and all the fans sat on one side, so it looked crowded. But yeah. it was just one side was crowded. Where the other ones, they didn't, they didn't think, you know, they weren't, they didn't have their Hollywood caps on to, you know, to make it look, you know, seat fillers like at the Oscars, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, so look, they you, you got to look at it this way. See, this is the way I look at it. So there's what, like, ten million high school football players across the country, right? And only about. 2,000 of those make, or maybe 5,000 make the college rosters. Division yeah, one rosters. Yeah, if you want to go that, Division one, Power Five yeah. rosters probably get slimmer. Probably about 3,000 then. So yeah. we, we've gone from about, uh, I'll say 5 million to 3,000. And then that 3,000 number gets knocked down to um, 120 
that are able to play. Right, wait, wait, wait. Six rounds times what, 30. What traffic, no, which traffic is Mr. Insignificant? He's like number 300 or something. Yeah, what yeah, is so, that? So, yeah. so, yeah, whatever the last draft pick is. So, let's say uh, 250. Um, so, you've whittled it down from 5 million to 3,000 to 250. And of those 250, they are they are fighting for spots that are taken a, by a. a you will make the roster. Well, or, well I mean, yeah. maybe maybe uh, two hundred or uh, one seventy five will make the you know the meat squad or whatever the practice team. Whatever. But the guys that actually hit the field and are playing it, that's that number. You know, it's just you know, you, like I said, you get hit by uh, lightning twice. You um, know, before it's so hard. It's so hard to make it to. Yeah. Oh, it is. You have to be the elite of the elite. So go ahead. What Ogre, were you saying? Ogre says, how about the XFL or USFL champ against Texas Tech? Okay. <laughs> I can't run down the entire Division I uh, yeah. programs. Okay. But I was, well, my, my point I was making, but a college team, yeah, okay. A, a, great, a good college team. Texas yeah. Red Raiders, come on. They're yeah. okay. All right. Don't get over, don't get over yourself. Um but, but I would think that that would be a good game because those guys play at Texas Tech and stuff yeah. like that. You know, I, so I, that might be uh, – now it could be wrong. If the USFL played Texas Tech and they got and they blew, blew them out, then it's like, wow, okay, there is a different level. But I, I would think that they would have, like, it would be a good game. Yeah, I, I think it would be close. I think Tech would win the game by, like, 10 points. Now, if they were to play against a real Division One team, let's say, I don't know – uh, we'll, we'll use another team in Texas. Well, remember now, remember, some of these USFL guys, they've been on NFL rosters. They've seen NFL action. So, they, you know, they, they got a little more in their, in their tank okay. than All right. just the guy in college, right? Sure, sure, sure. Uh, so so uh, an XFL champ comes down to the 40 acres. The Longhorns win the game 305 to 7. That, 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 that's what it is. Okay, that's yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Uh, Ogre then says the XFL has a chance against the Huskers. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, you know what? They thought it was. Yeah, I know they beat them. I'm not guy. I'm going to be honest. Uh, yeah, they, I know that. I know we could beat a couple of the teams, but <laughs> for the most part, you know, these guys have played the bigs. Uh, you know, they've got some time. Some have played, you know, uh, actual NFL games, and, and others have been, um, you know, bouncing around team to team, trying to make the squad. Uh, so, yeah, I know Nebraska would get beat by uh, them, you know, because Nebraska's not – it's not the 1995 team, which some no. call the best college football team that ever was. With uh, uh, and, and Actually, one of their players, uh, Dominic Raiola, was a, I believe a defensive lineman, his kid is the top – the number one top pick uh, of uh, quarterbacks. Oh, wow, and that's great. He took, he took his Nebraska trip, and he said he's leaning towards uh, you know, son of a bitch trader. He's leaning towards somebody else, like uh, a Notre Dame or something oh, like that. Oh, God you know? damn him. Um, all right. Back. Now we got to go to basketball real quick before we tackle the trans issue. Um, <laughs> the Dallas Mavericks were fined $750,000 for conduct detrimental to the league because they were resting players 
uh, for an elimination game against the Bulls on April 7th. So they were tanking in order to keep their draft spot at least a little bit lower. Yeah, well, you know what? I watched the thing on it, and if you know, in the draft, in the lottery, before the draft, the NBA lottery, you get, it's like a Tino thing, you get ping pong balls, and so you get, if you fit the worst, you get three ping pong balls right. in the lottery. If you fit it, you get two, whatever. And so they sat the starting five and the significant rotation in guys and, you know, basically let the cowboy play and stuff. And it was like, you know, and they had, and they had a shot for, you know, if, if you were like, no shot for the play and to get the play in, you know, then, and you could do the, and you did that. The NBA had to go, huh, we have to fix that. You know, we have to run the incentive to play. Of course they want to, but they had a shot to make it. They were still in contention to make the play in. And they were like, yeah, please, we want three ping pong balls. So what do you think about that? What do you th- is $750,000 enough to fine him? No, oh, yeah, I don't think, uh, yeah, because Cuban, he probably, he probably gets broke after he writes that shit. Yeah, right. Cuban walks around with 750000 in his pocket. Um, uh, I think they should have been fined a lot more. Yeah, it's, it's, it takes away the integrity of the whole game and it everything. It, you know, it's like, uh, you, you talk about, oh, uh, gambling, oh, yeah. yeah, who's fucking up the gambling part of it? You guys are not us, not Vegas. You know you are by you, you know by not playing what you're supposed to do. Do what you're supposed to do, and so it's all legit. You know what? what, what maybe they take us. You know, uh, Frankie the Bull Graziano or something yeah. that needed them to take. You know what I mean? You know, I I know that didn't happen, but it, that it could. You know that it gets all kind of messed up when you start doing that. You need to, you need to go out and play like. You know, like you're playing against Michael Jordan or yeah. something. Uh, Stackar says Cuban matched the fine and donated another uh, $750,000. Well, that's good for him, but I look at it from the perspective of the fans. Yeah, they get gypped. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you've got some people there that have never been to a Mavericks game before uh, or an NBA game in general before, and who, who did they, they tank against the Bulls? Um, yep. You have ruined that experience for that family. You've yeah, ruined that experience. Should have went to your cousin's softball game that night. I, I I would have gladly stayed home rather than paying the hundred and eighty dollars a ticket to see the Mavericks play. Yeah. yeah. Where's my and, refund? Well, Draymond Green. Now Draymond Green getting see gets set down for one game and one game's pay. Well, shit. guess what? One game's pay is like three hundred fifty thousand dollars. He makes like three hundred fifty thousand a game, so he gets sit down. That that's chump change for him. Yeah, I, um, oh, I think that one game suspension is horseshit. I think that's weak. That is weak. He stomped on a guy's yeah. fucking gut. He pulled a WWE move, but he did the real move. Yeah, I mean, you know, what's his name? Donkey, Donkey, whatever. <laughs> he, he, you know, he was kind of dead. He kind of fouled him, but he didn't try to end his career. <laughs> yeah. but but see, this this is where this is why I can't watch the NBA anymore. It's too thuggy. And, and and we have teams, and I've heard of this tanking uh, before. This tanking has yeah, been talked about yeah. in the last few years. No, I, I want my money back. If I'm a season ticket holder and you sat your starters, I want my entire season refunded. Right, right, right. And, you know, it's, I watched it, and you can pull it up on YouTube probably, uh, uh, the NBA Today, you know, with Ernie and Shaq. And oh, yeah. They, did a, they talked about it, and Shaq, uh, uh, Chuck was like, 
I was like, you know what? My job is all, so was Shaq. It happens all the time. You know, he goes, Charles was like, the, the thing they did wrong was they told everybody about it. Yeah. They should have done it, but they told everybody what they're doing. And he goes, that was stupid. He's like, you know, I've, you know, I've seen, I've seen tanking all the time. You know, guys get more, more chance at a, at a better pick, you know, because they know. But they're, usually they're out of it. They're way out of it. The, 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 the Mavericks were still in a playoff, play-in contention, whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, now we got to get to this issue. There was a tweet released yesterday by Sage Steele, who used to work for ESPN, female. Uh, she says, this is heartbreaking, maddening, and really difficult to watch. I keep thinking I'm going to wake up and be relieved that this was all a ridiculous, comical, nonsensical dream. This is the video that was released, um, and it's got Lee Thomas, the, uh, the, the male swimmer who won a national title, uh, in women's sports. So I'm going to play this. It's a minute and a half, so I'll listen to this. I'm a transgender woman, a former college swimmer, and the first trans athlete to be named Division I NCAA champion. I started swimming when I was five years old, and it's taught me so much. It's given me so many opportunities to learn, grow, develop, and connect with my peers. Opportunities that I wouldn't have gotten if I didn't have access to athletics. That's why it breaks my heart to see trans kids across the country lose out on these opportunities. The Department of Education has proposed a new rule for Title IX regarding transgender athletes. This rule would prohibit blanket bans on transgender kids, especially in grades K through eight. However, it would not prohibit discrimination against trans kids in the high school and college levels under the guise of competitive fairness. All right, Joe. Um, you and I, have, we, we don't talk about a lot of serious topics. You and I like to have fun, but this is a serious topic. Uh, about something that you and I do love very much, and that is the world of sports. Um, Leah Thomas has now dyed her hair pink and is trying to uh, make make a bigger statement, even though they haven't had bottom surgery yet. I am woman, hear me roar. Oh, that's how we're ready, by the way. Um, Where do you stand on these trans athletes taking over sports? I, I did some research on this, too, and because, you know... If 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 a person says I want to be uh, I want to be a I'm a I'm a white dude I was born I was white I want to be a black female well then we have to respect that we have to respect that so we can't bar them so that's why the the, the chick with the penis gets to go from four hundred ninety second in the world to first in the world mm-hmm. um, so that's totally unfair because like I said how many of the women that have become that have become men. How many? How are they doing in sports? Mm. They're not even showing up, right? So, but, but so to do, they have now. They have before events. They have testosterone checks, and oh, we don't deny. Even though you have a trunk hanging between you, you have a kickstand there, buddy. We don't. We understand you're a woman. We respect your right to identify as a woman. So, so you are a woman. But guess what? If you have a certain a certain level of testosterone before the event, and if you're over this limit, it's just that. It's just a scientific thing. You can't. You can't compete. You have to be below a certain testosterone level because it, 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 you know, good old America was just. You know, boys over here, girls over here. But now we can't disrespect anybody because he's chosen to identify as a woman. Um, but uh, so we had to come up with something new. It's done. They actually have different for different sports like rugby or lacrosse. Yes, testosterone levels. And if you're over that testosterone, 
you know, then you don't get to play. You know, it's not because you know, we know you're a beautiful girl. You're a beautiful woman. Your penis is very nice, and you're a beautiful woman. <laughs> we respect that. But you have too much testosterone. I noticed they don't have an estrogen test. No. Well, well, isn't that the amazing part is that you see all these men going to women's sports? Ain't a woman going to a man's sport ever. Because you're still men. Well, I, I, before, I get on that, before I get to that, um, Ogre says in all caps, you mean like the girls who are being fucked out of a team spot because of narcissistic assholes like you? So from K through okay, wait, 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 wait. So who, what, what girl is, what team is, is she getting aced out of? Well, 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 hear me out here. If, if you've got a, a girls team and all of a sudden you got a little boy and he wants to play on the soccer team and he's better than your daughter. And they yeah, let the boy played. on the you girls' know, team. That little girl is the one getting screwed over. Exactly. No. The best. The best player. We won't say the best man. That's, I'll, I'll give you that, that pronoun or whatever that noun. You know, the best person. Okay, the best person for the job. Period. They get the job. I don't care if it's a seven-year-old boy or a twenty-three-year-old Steffi Graf or something like that. If you whoever's better and deserves to play. Plays, and I totally agree with that. No, you know, my thing, no. You know, and before you start to, the girls start to grow their boobs, and the men, nut, the boys nuts drop, and all that. Before all that, they have no sex drive. They have no thing. They're, they're little kids. They just look different, but just the same body. They're the same thing. They're like that. Now, once they are pubescent. Then, then you got to take into consideration, know. you know, because men have bigger lungs. There will never be a female. I mean, I know you said there will because of the political correctness, but there will never be a woman ever, I'm sorry, better shortstop than Jared Jeter was. Never. And he wasn't even that good a shortstop. I mean, he was average. Oh, were, he, he was yeah, average. He was Ozzie Smith then, okay? Yeah, okay, there you go. That, that, that's the greatest shortstop of all time, but... But see, here's the problem I have is that we're we're not going to allow little girls to play team sports because we're going to put little boys on the team. That's wrong. Right, right. That's no, wrong. that is wrong. That is right. right. What, 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 my daughter, she she's her self esteem and her, she's just she's grown so much from the the, the team uh, the team conditioning, the team feel, the team, you know, having teammates, it's like having a gang almost, but like a legit one, they got your back, you're a team, and you get to be a part of that, and you know, but, uh, uh, so let them have that, but if, if we go play them against the, you know, if the women's volleyball team goes and plays the men's volleyball team, and they're going to get slaughtered, and, every, and do you want them to go 0-20? No, let yeah. them play the girls, and, and, and battle it out, you know? So uh, I was sent this this morning. Uh, you remember, you, you and I are old. You're older than me, thank God. You remember the old Bobby Riggs, uh, my, Billy Jean Billy King, King. The, the battle of the city. Now, Bobby Riggs was not a professional tennis player. He was kind of a, like a comedian, a show-off. Um, yeah. But do you know what happened on September 25th, 1992? And I want to say thank you to Arise for sending me this story. Um, yeah, was, because she beat him. Yeah, oh, she beat the shit out of Bobby Riggs. But you see, he yeah. wasn't a professional tennis player. Exactly. On exactly. September 25th, 1992, 40-year-old Jimmy Connors took on 36-year-old Martina Navratilova. And who do you think won? Kicked her ass. I already know. He, I know about that match. He kicked her ass. Straight set, 7-5, 6-2. The first and one, he was, what, nine years older? 
Yeah, uh, he was uh, he was five years older. He was forty. His pro career was way over. But this is a man. Th- th- this is the thing that people need to understand. It's like we're built different. Yeah, well, go ahead. We're we're built differently. Men are yeah. built bigger and stronger. Women are built not as big and strong. They, I, I'm sorry. Take it up with the man. How many Boston Marathons have they ran? Has a woman ever won it outright? Uh, no. I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. Unless the one chick that cheated that year, but I don't yeah. think she got caught. But it's like, you know, and it's like, we're not, we're not trying to down women or anything. It's like, if, 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 if there's a coach, a cardio coach, that can make me, uh, get me in shape, get me lose weight, get in shape, or do this, or get better uh, form in a hundred meters dash. Do you want Stacy to be your coach or do you want John? I don't care. Whoever's better. Whoever's a better coach. I think a woman can teach me that. A woman can do that. She can do, she can coach and teach a lot of things. Now, uh, I, this is, I want you to learn the four, three, three, that defense. And I, I want you to smash this guy's head in as a defensive end. And I, I'd rather have what J.J. Watt teach me than the best woman because she hasn't been out on the field. She hasn't, you know, hasn't had her bell rung and, and, and done the play. I mean, the, 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 it's like sports that. Sportscasting. Yeah. You know, James Kennedy would say it was the Astros three and the Giants nine. You know, she put the, the loser the first game, you know, <laughs> or whatever. And, but I, there, I have so much respect for a lot of these uh, female reporters because, you know, they did take a lot of the good old boy syndrome. They had to walk sure. into the good old boy thing and, and they had to stand there and, and, and fight and go through the harassment and all that. And kudos to them. And, and there are some great female announcers. There's great female coaches. There's great female, but there's certain things that it's just, it's just that you, like I said, when men can have babies, then I'll, I'll agree with all of this. There you go. See, and here's the, here's the one sticking point for me with this whole transgender talk that, that I've gone to war at. Uh, I don't know if you've heard me mention it on the show. And if you haven't, what would you say your guess is of how many transgenders actually have what they like to refer to as the bottom surgery? Yeah, the, yeah, where they, uh, and in fact, uh, I, I have heard that if you're becoming a woman, they split it right down the center. But but how many? But how many go through the surgery? Do you think of the percentage? I would of trans, think maybe three percent. It's six. Six. Okay, yeah. They finally go through with it and do the whole. So when when the when it's time to go to the locker room and this guy we know he's a dude, but he whips off and, and there's some. It, it looks like a vagina. Doctor Goldstein did the best he could. You know. Okay. I'll, that's fine. But yeah, like you said, they're hard. They uh, they all are still men. Yes. You know, it's, yes, they are, and and that's that that's the part that that just. The, this whole thing, this this whole thing, it, it's just so maddening. This word inclusivity. I'm going to rally the street. I'm going to pick in the streets. Like, we want to have babies. I'm going to get a bunch of guys together and go out and just pick it. We want to have babies. It's not fair. I want to have a baby. You, you know, you, oh, do you know? You can't, the, no. I bet you'll know this. If a man were to ever have, who do you think the first man to ever have a baby would be? Well, after Arnold Schwarzenegger... um, No, no, I'll I'll even give you a hint. He lives in Reno, Nevada. The first man to ever have a baby. That would have to be... He lives in Reno. Yeah, lives in Reno. Do I personally know him or as a celebrity do I know him? Oh, yeah, both. You you know him. Oh, God. 
Please don't say this was a CP. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm talking about... Oh, no. Oh, yeah. No, I'll never be advising the Bears watch party. Oh, yeah. Oh, Chris Payne would say... If if there was a way for Chris Payne to have a baby, he would do it. Yeah, he, he he's one of those guys that, you know, if, if uh, you know, when the, when they start, you know, like they say, there's no atheists in foxholes, you know, when the bullets start flying, everybody's saying to God, please help me, even the atheists. It's like, he, he, whenever the cry is loud, he'll be, oh, I'm on your side. <laughs> I'm on your side. I will never take a stand on anything. I'll just be on your side. Yeah. I'm an influencer. That's why. Yeah, he is. He is a big time influencer. Yeah. Uh, before yeah, I think he's, I think he was Kylie Jenner has the same amount of followers. Uh, but uh, two more quick things. Number one. On this topic, uh, it was a few weeks ago that the United States women's national soccer team, the one with Megan Rapinoe, who says that men should be able to, or transgender should be able to play sports, which means take her job. They played a, what, what is called a friendly, which is a, an exhibition game. The United States national women's team, and we can all say that they're probably the best women's team in the world, right? Yeah, right. They came to Texas. And they played against an, an all-star team of boys under the age of 15. So you've got the best woman's team in the world against uh, 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 a bunch of prepubescent. Pubescent. Yeah, pubescent. Tough word. With and it's also inquiry. Um, <laughs> see, so they're taking on this team of under 15, and guess who won the game? The, the young boys. Six to nothing. Mm. And they, the women were how old? The, the, the women, it's the national team, the women's team that won the world fucking cup. They play, and they played the Latin team of, boy, of young boys and got killed. No, they were American boys. They weren't Latins. They were Americans. Wow. That's even worse. Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's great. Yeah, that shows you why. So that's, you, what you're doing by being so righteous and being fair and politically correct, you're fucking over a lot of people. Yeah. They're not getting it. They're going to go always 17 and never play the sport again because you, you, it was unfair. So what they should do is when the World Cup comes around, they should let each, every country feel whoever team you want, yeah. whatever you want, you whatever you. I don't care. You can have chicks with dicks. You can have women with uh, with vaginas and women with penises. You can have men with breasts. Whatever you feel, your team. There's not there's not a women's World Cup. There's not a men's World Cup. It's just the World Cup because we're all the same thing. We're all unigender, whatever the hell you want to call it. So I think you do that. Have a World Cup. Feel whatever team you want. And I bet you when the suit teams meet, I, I'll bet you every guy's got a hairy set of nuts. <laughs> if we want to win, well, but we're making it fair. It's over everybody. The best. The best of the best. It's no more women's, no more men's competition. It's just soccer competition. And let's see what team takes home the trophy. And I'm going to tell you right now, uh, the only chicks involved with that are the ones I'm banging after the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Last thing, um, Joe, I'm going to tell you, you're on the clock for next week. You're on the clock. You know what that means? Next week, we got to talk NFL draft. Oh, my God. I got to go to the war room right now. Yeah. Um, I, 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 this is what I'd like from you. Um, I would like your top five picks next week, um, trades included, and your favorite team. And I know your favorite team is the Steelers, and I will do the Cowboys. 
Um, but I would like your top five picks for next uh, next week, not today. Uh, top five weeks for the NFL draft, and it's being held in Kansas City, Missouri, home of the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. You know why everyone's gonna love me? Huh? In the first pick in the NFL draft, Joe Murphy selects Dylan Mulvaney. <laughs> yeah, I got it going on. Yes, you do. You got that Bud Light money. All right, Joe. Thank you so much, buddy. You're welcome, buddy. All right, I will. Uh, I will talk to you next week, Joe. Have a great week, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. Everybody, the Dylan Mulvaney first pick, fantastic, and the WWE draft. Ooh, that's right. Uh, well, of course, Rapid Ho said that her career's winding down. So, what does that she care about the future women who will lose out a spot to men who aren't good enough to play for the men's team? I hear you. I hear you. Well, we'll keep watching the story. I promise. Um, uh, 775-357-FANS is the number, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com, where you can write the show or on Mixler. When we come back, we have a very, very interesting email from Alicia. Kings from Queens, from Queens come Kings. We're raising hell like a class when the lunch bell rings. The king will be praised and I will be raised. This is the something try to Get it straight. Good. 
some uh some pooping business and no fred this is not an email on her ancient chinese secret on pooping at work it's far more disturbing she sent me some pictures of a book and uh, it was a uh, i don't know if it's a coloring book but there are images in the book and they're drawn images and it has to do with something that happened at a recent book fair uh alicia sent this email to the principal and she says Uh, I've been hesitant with how to approach this subject just because there's so much backlash that comes with it 
but I wanted to voice my thoughts and concerns. The boys, one of those being the pebble, came to me a couple days ago now complaining that there's a book showing gay sex at the book fair. When they were pointing it out to their friends, they were called homophobes. I'm not one to jump immediately to my kid's side and take what they say to be an end-all and be-all. So I told them I would come to the book fair, and when I picked them up the other day, so I could look at it myself and make a judgment from an adult parent standpoint. When I came to the book fair and began reviewing the book Heartstoppers and the multiple book and coloring book displays they had in it for, uh, I was a little frustrated because the content I don't believe is appropriate for anyone within the age groups that are in attendance of the book fair. I was asked by someone if there was anything I needed help with, which I replied to. I was then told this whole section is the young adult section, which then felt even worse. Got to go to the next screenshot. As I looked at other books in the section, these were all regular books without any pictures in it. The only one that did was Heartstoppers which is made as a graphic novel. Graphic novels are books generally geared towards young readers to help them get excited about reading and find a love for reading books. It works especially for young boys who are more visually stimulated. If the book is rated to be a young adult book, something I think more fitting for high school students, maybe eighth graders, depending on their level of maturity. And I think it's a parent's choice to be able to judge this on their own uh, kids at the age. Why is it being disguised as a child's book? And then a coloring book to add to it. I've attached a couple photos I took, one from the uh, graphic novel and the other from the coloring book. If the context was about heterosexual couple in school, I feel like this would really be, uh, this would be really inappropriate as well. I want to first and foremost express that our family doesn't have any issues against people who are gay. We have friends in the gay lesbian community. We've had conversations regarding the lifestyles with them, and they are aware of it and what it all means. But this was something I wasn't expecting to see. And was really upset uh, that face in the book would select as being appropriate to bring an elementary school book fair. I'm not sure if you were made aware of it. I wanted to bring it to your attention. Uh, I think this is a pebble, mentioned that one of his friends told him there was a boner scene in the book, too. Now, I don't know if that was, there was a photo of one of the characters aroused or if there's a discussion of writing, but I think it warrants a look at. Thank you for your time in reading this. If you have any further questions, please feel free to email me. I get off work in a couple hours and will most likely be asleep when you get this email. Cowboys girl says, good mom. Ogre says, how dare you interfere with the grooming, or I mean education of kids. Are you waking up yet? Are you? I remember going to book fair as a kid. We had book fairs. I loved the book fair. You know why? It got me out of class. I remember I bought the Rocky book there. I bought a Rocky picture book, the movie Rocky. And I remember I read that book about 15, 20 times. That's where I found Encyclopedia Brown, young man that solved murder, or not murder mysteries, but mysteries around the neighborhood. 
And as a kid, I loved to read. As an adult, I've got TV, and I'm lazy. And I've damaged so many brain cells with the drugs and alcohol I've taken that reading just doesn't sound fun to me. But it's fun for kids. Ogre, I couldn't have put that any better with the word grooming in there. This is probably a topic that we should have had a long, long time ago, a talk that we should have had a long time ago about this. But we got we 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 got we had a sex ed class in in sixth grade. I, w- I was twelve. Um, my parents had to sign the 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 permission slip to take the class, and that's where we learned words like penis and vagina. Things like that and fallopian tubes. Yeah, we we didn't learn like you know what the shocker was or anything like that. You know, two in the pink, one in the stink. You didn't learn that. That that was like ninth grade. You learned that. But but they didn't have books like this to indoctrinate us. Um, why? Uh, I may sound naive here, and I apologize if I do. And you parents can hammer me for this. Oh, that the Cowboys girl, that, that email that I read, she sent that to the principal. So the, the school has been alerted to it. What's the fuck wrong with learning uh, anatomical terms like gash and jugs from a magazine like normal boys? Here's, here's my naive question. And once again, if you want to hammer me for this question, it's fine. Um, why are schools in charge of sexual education? We don't know these people. We, we might go to a couple PTA meetings, a couple of, of parents' nights. We don't know these people that are educating our children. Or the super shocker, one in the pink, three in the stink. <laughs> okay. Um, why, 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 why is this now something that the, the Board of Education seems that they need to talk about? Not only sex, but... Homosexual sex, transgenderism, things like this. Things that will confuse an elementary age school kid's brain. Derek says in the small town of Wheatland, my daughter's high school uh, that she's a freshman at has a gay club, which is ridiculous to me. And I know there's one kid that is non-binary and identifies as a loaf of bread. That's right, a loaf of bread. And if you address him as he wants to be called loaf of bread, I mean, what the actual fuck? If that motherfucker is, if he's, if he's acting like a loaf of bread, then I'm going to cut a piece off him. I'm going to cut a couple, I'm going to cut his arms off and make a sandwich out of him. I'm going to do it. I'm going to say, I, and I don't care. I don't care the ramifications of this. I, I, I just don't. I'm giving permission. I'm giving ass show permission that if your kid comes home and they say that they are a loaf of bread, you get to look at them and go, no, you fucking aren't. You're a little fucking boy. That's all you are. You're not a loaf of bread. You're not a cat, and you're not a girl. 
and you won't be as long as you live under my roof. I'm responsible for you. I make the decisions for you. Why? Because you have not reached the age of maturity to make your own decisions. I would told my daughter, I would tell him bread gets moldy after about two weeks, so I guess you're going in the trash can after about two weeks. Cowboys Girl says, I remember we had sex ed in elementary school in sixth grade. It was more about hormones, though. Girls getting periods. Our parents had to sign a form saying it was okay for us to be in class. Yes, that's pretty much what it was for us. I don't know who these people are that are out in the world telling parents how and, and how, how to raise their children and things they can and cannot say to their children. Do you know what my father would have said to those people? My father would have assaulted those people. <coughs> if somebody said to him, you can't talk to your son that way, he would have belted him in the mouth and paid for, the, paid for it later. But I was his. And this is going to sound even worse, but those kids are your property. That's what they are. They are your property. I hate it when I see stories about these fucking asshole fucking white supremacists that name their children Adolf, and they have the kids goose-stepping, and they're indoctrinating them into stupidity. As long as they're not hurting the kids. I, I, I mean, we take kids away from, from white supremacist parents. But we don't take kids away from parents who want to chop their fucking testicles off or, or sew up their vaginas. I'm lost. I, I, you know what, Derek? I, I, would like to, I would like to meet the parents of the kid who's a loaf of bread. That's what I'd like. A loaf of bread is my higher power, <laughs> Joe Murphy. Um, I, I'd like to sit down and, and go, why? Do you, because I, this is the things I need to know. I'm, I'm not going to judge them. I want to simply ask them questions. My question would be, why are you allowing your son to go to school and say he's a loaf of bread? Well, because that's the way he feels. Yeah, well, I felt like, you know... Uh, so, so it's how you feel. So you feel like a man, you feel like a woman. Okay. Well, I feel like a god. Once again, I will keep going back to this. Either god or fire truck. You better fucking get on your knees every time I walk into a room then. Because us deities like to be revered. I'd like to sit down with these people and go, what is your malfunction? Now I'm judging. Because whatever answer they give me is wrong. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I'll gladly listen to their answer, and then I'll go, you're wrong. I blame that rock and roll music for all this tomfoolery in schools. I blame the lack of rock and roll music. All this bullshit. Oh, Talking about wet-ass pussies. I'm only okay with a kid wanting to ID as a fire truck. That's the best thing. Derek says, my daughter says that when I want to be a banana, I said, well, bananas get brown after a week, so then you can make banana bread with it. So I guess you'll become banana bread after that. She laughed and said, oh, banana bread's good. 
let me say this to all the parents out there that that aren't a part of this ass family. Um, congratulations for raising the stupidest generation coming up. You've done it. You've done it. You, you know, I don't ask the question, what's next? Because I already know what's next. We're going to raise a bunch of dumb fucks that think they're cats and loaves of bread. And by the way, all you hard workers out there, all you, all you uh, ass family, I'm talking to you here. All you that instill the hardworking ethic into your children, this is what's going to happen. All of this bullshit, the cat boxes in, in schools, once you let that play out for long enough, those people will believe that they're cats. And then when they go into the real world, they'll be protected because we're allowing protections to happen. We're allowing the federal government to come in and say these people are protected. That when you go to work, when your kids go to work, because we're, we're all going to be old and retired hopefully by this time. When your kids go to work and you've instilled this hard work ethic into them, and one of their coworkers gets nap time because they identify as a cat, or you go into the break room or to the restroom and you see somebody crouch down over a litter box taking a crap in it and then getting up and leaving and leaving the crap in the, the cat box because that's what cats do or he might bury it a little bit I want you to think back on this day 420 23 because I'm going to be right about this too your kids are going to have to pick up the slack for these fucktards. Because as a cat, I have to get at least six hours of sleep a day. I have to wash myself at my desk. How much work gets done then? Well, see, that work pile will then go on to the hard workers because the boss just needs to get the job done. He doesn't care how it gets done. He just doesn't want a lawsuit from... Uh, you know, Pepe Le Pew that's working at your, your office now. I, 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 this all just, this is such a fucking joke. I'm either ready for the asteroid to hit or China to hit, lose a nuclear bomb. Just hit my address. Make, make sure everybody's out of the house except me. Well, I'll take Bubba with me. Roscoe, Braddy Kid, Spawn. Her shitty dogs. Maybe her stupid cat can stay here. And just aim the nuclear bomb right at my house. Because I, I, I'm done seeing all this shit. Ogre, I'll let you know when it happens if you want to join me. Ogre says, I'm okay with the cat coworker because I can video record them cleaning their assholes with their tongue and put that shit on TikTok and go viral. This is what happens to our society when people like this are raised listening to Adele's music. God damn it, boy, oh boy. I was hoping today would be a day, but it's not. Hello. Yep. It's me. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. No, I, I, I don't want to meet you. I have one more stand to take. 
not on this topic. We're going to move off of this topic because I'm tired of it. And this pains me because it comes from the University of Texas at Austin. A um, Dr. Kristen Bradbury, a professor at UT Austin, um, administered a quiz during her personality psychology course and then removed it after she got in trouble for it. And it was mainly for one question. And I'll read you the question. Antisocial personality disorder is a racist diagnosis in the way it has been applied. It is also a sexist diagnosis, although to a much lesser extent. Neither race nor gender is determinative in antisocial personality disorder. However, if we must go there, which sociodemographic group is most likely to repeatedly violate the rights of others in a pattern of behavior that includes violence, deceit, irresponsibility, and lack of remorse. Hint, they also happen to hold the most social power, and because of that, they can get away with most of the wrongdoing. That little hint's a, a, a dig. But these are your answers. So who is this antisocial disorder person they're talking about that repeatedly violates the rights of others? Is it Middle-class Latino families? Or possibly, is it um, Asian men of all economic groups? From Time Life Music comes a -a one-of-a-kind Rat Pack collection, their most bigoted songs. All your favorite once-acceptable hits like Dean Martin singing Chinaman's Chants. And Mr. Chinaman say in his Chinaman way, a ding a ling a ching a chong a ching a chong choo. Is it female dentists or is it wealthy white men? I think you can guess what the answer is. The people that repeatedly violate the rights of others. The correct answer on the quiz was wealthy white men. Now, I'm not a scholar. I'm not, I I am a doctor. I'm a doctor of comedy. I am tired of um, the the war on the wealthy. Uh, I'm going to ask a simple question. I saw Jesse Ventura the other day in a video. Jesse Ventura is a fucking moron, by the way, and I would tell him that to his face. Um, Jesse Ventura, former governor of Minnesota, former WWE superstar, former Navy SEAL, came out and said that there should be no billionaires in America because no one works hard enough to earn a billion dollars. Now, that's really stupid to say. But I'll I'll, I'll play along. I'll play along for now. Um, If we didn't have billionaires, what would happen to corporations? If we didn't have billionaires, 
How would charities get so much money? If we didn't have billionaires, even though uh, Joe Biden, the biggest moron to ever take any political office in the history of time in the world, says... We have a thousand billionaires in America. You know the average tax rate they pay? Eight, E-I-G-H percent. Eight percent. Let's see, so that's... Uh... They pay about $90 million a year in taxes. Oh, your girl T. Swift does. Well, but she's not allowed. She's a billionaire. She's not allowed in this country anymore because uh, people like Jesse Ventura says nobody works hard enough to earn a billion dollars. So once again, I'm asking these questions. What happens to corporations? What happens to charitable donations? What happens to scholarship funds? Hmm? What happens to all of that if we got rid of the, well, as she said, wealthy white men? But let's, let's take it uh, even further because of those thousand billionaires that are in America, there's a couple that are black. I know one. Her name is Oprah Winfrey. Now, I hate Oprah Winfrey, but you know what Oprah Winfrey? Oh, by the way, by the way, here's, here's another big question I got for you. If we were to get rid of billionaires, what would happen to jobs? I don't care for Jeff Bezos. I think he looks like a penis. I think his rocket ship looks like a giant dildo. But there's he's a man who I look at and I can admire his hustle. I respect it. Uh, if you have time today, I'd like for you to Google his first office that he worked out of for Amazon. If that's not enough, I, I, I can't stand Bill Gates or, or, or any of those computer guys, but I want you to see where they started as well. I believe that Gates and Wozniak, weren't they in a garage and Steve Jobs? You mean that three-letter word, Jobs? Yeah, I, I replaced it with, I replaced that one with this one. I still have this one, though. Let me start off with two words. Made in America. Someone's rocket ship exploded today. I believe that would probably be Elon Musk's. I love the uh, now. I just I, I just clicked on Fox News. Dems accused GOP of transgender bullying as House votes on bill to save women's sports. How are we the ones bullying? That's amazing to me. Truly amazing. But you see, all they have to do is say it. World's most powerful rocket blows up after takeoff. Oh, shit. Here we go. SpaceX. All right. I'm going to watch this shit. All right. Here we go. T. Uh, okay. There we go. We're taking off. Pshht. This looks like a penis, too. Why is everybody's rocket ship Made by like penises? To transform you. Shut up. Idiot. Synergy is the. No. go it's starting to take off looks like a big black dildo in space there we go we're seeing liftoff so far okay 
Oh, look at that. It's taking off. People are, yay! Woo! Yay! There it goes. The big black cock into space. Uh-oh. We're getting some wobble. That's not good. Oh, this is beautiful. Okay, here we go. Let's go. When does it blow up? We're throttled down and throttled back up. Get to it blowing up for fuck's sake. Oh, wow, they got a camera on it, too. We get to see the explosion from the camera? Ain't nobody on board. This is a test flight. Oh, everybody's excited. Now everybody's Continuing calming down. Fly. Two minutes, 40 seconds. Let's get ready for main engine cutoff. All right, main engine cutoff. Uh-oh. Beginning the situation. Yeah, it does appear to be spinning, but I do want to remind everyone that Everything after clearing the tower was icing on the cake. Oh, there it goes. Boom. Boom. Uh, <laughs> why, are they, why are they applauding? Why were they applauding? This whole thing is batter swing for the fences, and they like could be. It might be. Oh, hit the warning track and caught by some feller with a Dominican last name. Is that rocking the USS Biden? Good Lord. All right. There you go. Good. Fucking rocket ship explodes. Uh, applauding because we're Americans and we like shit blowing up. That, that Fair enough answer there. Fair enough answer. Um, back to this story uh, about the University of Texas quiz, and she backtracked it. She took that question off. Why'd she take that question off? Because she knew it was wrong. She's just going to get her in there. Millions of dollars exploding. Somebody called Jesse Ventura. I I, I get the, the look, look. Do I think wealthy people can be evil? Sure, absolutely. I've been calling Elon Musk a Bond villain for fucking years. But without Elon Musk, that rocket ship ain't going up. Think about that. Think about all those people who are driving Teslas and things like that now. Those people wouldn't be driving Teslas if it weren't for Elon Musk. If he didn't have billions of dollars. And by the way, he was replaced as the world's wealthiest man. The wealthiest man now is the guy who runs uh, Louis Vuitton and all these big luxury brands. He's worth something like $222 billion. Now, I would say managing all those luxury brands and keeping them at top tier, that's a tough job. I wouldn't want that job. And he's worth every penny he gets. This idea, this war on the wealthy, so asinine. So fucking stupid. Now, speaking of electric vehicles, I saw this happened yesterday. Um, I believe it happened in New York City. New York City! Stop that. Yes, it was. A collapse of a parking garage in New York City. New York City! Stop it. Killed one person. And has put a new spotlight on these structures used for vehicle storage. You know why Democrats and their ilk don't like gazillions blowing their money on rockets and ships? Because once you leave Earth, you can't be controlled by political machine. They can be free. 
dear fuck, you can't let people be free with their own money unless it's, you know, the money of those power of the party. Absolutely. The five-level building, which has several active violations listed with the city, dates back to 1925. It was first licensed as a garage in 1967 for five or more vehicles per floor. The exact cause of the structure's failure has not been determined yet, but they said um, it is now licensed to accommodate 276 vehicles. Well, we got ourselves a tad bit of a problem, y'all. Do you know? And I didn't know this until I was yesterday's old. I did not realize that electric cars weigh anywhere between 30 and 45% more than regular cars. I didn't know that. And what's happening is these structures that are built are no longer able to withstand all that weight. So let's fast forward to 2035, shall we? Or let's go to 2040. Because the state of California says in 2035, new car sales will only be that of the electric variety. Does that mean that you're going to be replacing all of the parking structures in the state of California due to the fact that those cars are 33 to 40% heavier than the cars that were in there more? EV weighs more, and that's why uh, they are two twice uh, amount of tires, and the batteries are way heavy. Yeah. And I had no idea about that. Why? Because I, I think electric cars are dumb. That's just me, though. I like gas cars. So now, I guess, uh, I mean, it, using logic and consistency, I like to put things in order in a row. Um, so if we're outlawing all gas cars, and it'll take longer than five years to get rid of all gas cars in California. It'll take a lot longer, probably about 15 years. Until about, I would say, 90% of the cars on California roads are, 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 are battery-operated or, or non-gas-operated cars. Probably take about 10 years. There'll still be 10% of cars out there that, that can still run on gas. Um, where you're going to get the gas, I have no idea, because gas stations are going to be closing all over the state, kind of like all the McDonald's that are going to be closing all over the state, which I told you about. Um. Are there any plans in place in cities like San Francisco who have lots of parking structures? Because there's nowhere to park unless you're in a parking garage. Are all those structures able to handle what would be 90% electric vehicles, or do we have to rebuild them? And how much does that cost? Mayor Pete is worried about roads and bridges being racist, but what about cars that are twice as heavy? This seems like it should take priority. I know, right, Scott? Isn't that amazing? There's no plan for infrastructure. They don't even have a diesel-powered changer or chargers for these things. No, I, I look. Swoosh, I appreciate what you wrote there. 
And I'm going to tell you the simple fact. Because these lawmakers and these progressive lawmakers, because I'm not going to call them liberals anymore, because the liberals, God, this pains me to say, the liberals actually have brains. Okay? These progressives are fucking morons. And the liberals are being... Are it, I look at liberals like I look at the, the gays and the lesbians right now. They're being manhandled by the transgenders. I would imagine a lot of the gays and lesbians do not go along with all the transgender stuff, but they can't say anything because they're in the same group. Well, that's the way the libs are now with the progressives. They really can't say anything because they're in the same group, even though they need to speak up. Otherwise, they're going to be pushed out just like the Dixiecrats were. Mark my words. And then when we don't have any liberals that have the D in front of their name and they're all progressive, oh, get ready for all your freedoms to go the fuck away. In the state of California in 2035, your, your, your choice to buy a car has been taken away by the state. The state says you can only purchase a car in this state that is electric. Why would I want to live in a state that tells me what kind of car I have to drive? Are you going to also tell me how big my house can be? Oh, 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 I'm sorry. That's called the slippery slope. Don't believe me? Play it out. Just play it out. Look, look. When all of these things come true and I'm dead and gone, I know that, 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 that I'm going to be cremated and my, my ashes will be covered or at DKR. But maybe I'll go and, and get like a headstone at a mausoleum or something. And I'll have a button on there that you can press. And when all this stuff comes true, when you press the button, this is what will play. It won't, it won't be my voice. It will be... Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world! I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot! Say my name. And then after the say my name, there'll be another button on there, and there, people are going to be like, well, why was he this way? You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers... I say, that's the bad guy. One of my most prized possessions that I have is my black cowboy hat. And the reason why is because I am the fucking bad guy when it comes to this. There is nobody that will wear that moniker more and more proudly than me about being the bad guy on all this shit. When I'm right, it'll be too late. I'll be gone. Thank God I don't have to deal with it. But this world that you're saving for your children and your grandchildren, you're not saving any kind of world for them. You're putting them in a work camp. Ogre says, this is why uh, they are researching, should be encouraging to research, and be subsidized to do so, making electric batteries, which are all metal and thus heavier, to be lighter. Once more, while simply uh, making bad, uh, arbitrary year mandates and fossil fuel bans is just a dumb, a plain dumb, 
It's why we still need gas vehicles, but really need to do research. Even my wife, who owns an electric vehicle, is a greenie, thinks these mandates are stupid. They are stupid. They're stupid for a number of reasons. And yes, eventually I do think that they'll find a way to make these batteries lighter. At least I hope they do. But they haven't yet. Look, look, look. I don't care what you want to drive. I, I don't. I, I don't care what you want to do. I don't care. I mean, I mean, nobody, and, and nobody, and I mean nobody, is talking about all the dead dolphins and whales that are washing up on shore. And every indication is of the windmills that are out at sea. Nobody's saying anything. And I'm not going to say anything. I know what it is. I know what's causing it, and that's fine. It's fine. Like I said, throw everything against the wall and pick whichever one sticks the best. Right now, the one that sticks the best is oil and coal. So uh, until my dying day, I, I, I'm going to make that. I'm going to make this promise right now. I will never, ever. Purchase, maybe not even ever drive an electric vehicle. I'm just saying it. No. I'm not going to spit on those fine men and women who have been oil riggers. I'm going to use electricity because I respect all those men who've died in coal mines. All the parakeets and all the fucking, all the little birds that have died in the coal mines. I'm going to continue to use their products. Do you know why? Because their products work. Adios, familia. Have a great Thursday. And remember, 8, E-I-G-H percent. (laughs) Boy, that T is not important to him at all. Do you think he didn't say the T because it's Trump's name? Oh, I don't want to say that. So I'm going to keep an eye on this. I, I can't wait to see if this happens again with these, uh, with these parking structures. I, I think it's very, very sad. Very, very, very sad. Um, all right, let's see. We got this. Uh, oh, wow, yeah. Oh, I don't, do we have the video of this? Is it, did they video this guy? Oh, they did video him. Oh, sweet. Kick ass. This happened on a Southwest plane yesterday. Uh, Southwest Airlines uh, flight passenger screams at the parents of a child that won't stop crying as he has an epic midair tantrum worthy of a toddler before cops are called. So here we go. Let's play it. Got a big pest problem? You need to watch this video. The problem is that the bugs are animals that are in your home, even if you do. Stuck in a holding pattern for weather. And an SW, a passenger loses his mind over a baby. Such an instigator. Yeah, 
If that baby was a black baby, what would be happening? He played the race card on a baby. Shocking. fucking hero man that was awesome oh somebody says arnie is a passenger now look 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 if arnie's alone maybe <laughs> shut the fuck up um see I, I i don't travel alone and there's a reason for that first of all Braddy kid would never allow me to do that never in a million years and here's the other reason why I don't know if this would be Arnie as a passenger. Due to the fact that I don't want to fuck around on an airplane. They, they, that's all federal. And I, I look, look here. Look, you're taking on a baby that's yelling. You're going to lose that fight every single time. But, boy, I applaud the shit out of that guy for finally fucking someone doing it. Shut that Fucking baby up. Oh, my God. Dude, I would have stood up and applauded him. I, I, that's what I would have done on the plane. I would have been like, hell yeah. As soon as the flight attendant looks at me, I'm sitting down real quick. Oh, my God. Just put the crying child in the overhead baggage cabinet. Problem solved. Then right me out and says, don't have kids. Problem solved. Children should be banned from planes and should go uh, psychos like this, and so should psychos like this asshole. Look, I'm all in favor of an airline having adult-only fans, or or, uh, only fans, adult-only flights. I'd be okay with it. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with adult-only flights. Look, look, look. This, This guy is obviously, and this pains me to say, sir, does it give his name? I want to call this guy. I want this guy on the show. Um, if anybody can find out this guy's name, send it to me. Because I, I, I really want to say he, he is awesome. 
he finally did what we all want to do. And, and by the way, by the way, don't kid yourself. Don't even try to kid yourself. Yeah, the guy, you can call the guy an asshole all you want because this is, of course it's wrong. You can't call out a baby. Start the slow clap. Oh, yeah. Oh, everybody would be applauding on my flight. Can you imagine that? Come on, give him a hand. That's so fucking great. Oh, man, oh, man. I want that guy on the show so bad. All right, last story here. I was wondering just last night while lying in bed, is there a neighborhood that kids and and, and dogs free? That would be great. I don't dislike dogs. I'm just tired of hearing them barking everywhere. Some places are like that. Uh, you, You know what's like that? I will tell you. Senior communities. There you go. Rachel McAdams. Final story of the day. Rachel McAdams is one of those gals that that sometimes is kind of hot. Every once in a while, she has her moments. She was in uh, Wedding Crashers. She's been in a bunch of movies. Mean Girls. Was she in that notebook thingy? Well, she did a recent uh, photo shoot for a magazine called Bustle. And she decided to do this photo shoot. Uh, well, there's one of her in a dress and one of her in a, uh, an outfit. And, uh, well, she tells people to be uh, comfortable. And uh, she says to look your best at all times. But Rachel McAdams has hairier underarms than me. <laughs> Now, come on. Why are you taking a photo? Fo- Why are you doing a photo shoot and it looks like you got buckwheat in a fucking headlock? I mean, goddamn. I mean, th- th- there's Harry and then there's Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams looks like a 44 year old man with them arm hair. That'd be gross. Come on. Because now I'm thinking her cooter is fucking beyond ripped up. I guarantee you that shit is like the fucking Amazon down there. Her husband has to take a machete to find his way in. I mean, mean, seriously. Really? 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 You're going to... You're going to go out there and you're going to flaunt it? You got underarm hair? No, man. Ladies don't have no underarm hair. Is Bustle Magazine for Lumberjacks? You know what? I got to make a phone call real quick. Hold on a second. I just thought of something. This could be a very, very funny thing. Um, Hold on a second. Got to get the right hookups in here. Um, Hey, Siri. Call Slater. He's probably working one of his 58 jobs. I'll leave a message. Hey, how you doing? It's Jay. 
I can't take your call right now, but if you'd like to leave a brief message and your name and number, be much appreciated. I'll call you back as soon as possible. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. Bye. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hello there, Jam and Jay. Uh, this is Arnie States, the host of the Arnie States Show. Um, and if I do recall right, you have a, a, a sexual fetish for naturally hairy women. I got you a book one time, and, and you, you proceeded to keep it for the next 20 years. Um, I don't know if you've seen the latest pictures of Rachel McAdams, but uh, I've got some new spank bank material for you. Um, Rachel McAdams now has hairy underarms, and I guess that's just for you, Jay. So I uh, just want to let you know, hope you're well. Need you to be on the show sometime soon. See ya, buddy. There you go, Jay Slater. I mean, that, that's just wrong, dude. I, I don't care who you are. I, do, I don't, that, that, no. No, 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 no. You want to live in Europe? You want you want to go over there and be French and and have fucking hairy underarms over there and I see your deodorant sticking in there like it does with men. You want to do that, Rachel McAdams? You go right ahead, but the, no, unacceptable, unacceptable. I, I I I would like to yeah on behalf of Americans that have masturbated to her, I would like their semen back there, Rachel McAdams, please, or at least the cost of it. Uh, no, I didn't call Skinny Jesus today. I, I might do that tomorrow. We'll see. Um, but that is going to do it for the show today. Uh, we will be back tomorrow to celebrate tomorrow because tomorrow is Friday. But today is 420, so please celebrate uh, as much as you can. Uh, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, ask family, have a fantastic Thursday slash Thursday, and I'll talk to you. Adiosa.
is outside waiting to arrest him.